Welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does, I think what it says in the tin, it's Best Film Ever. My name's Ian. I'm Liam. And I'm Ellie. And that is the game yeah. today. We are the three of us. Yeah, the trio. The trio. The, well, the three. trio. Though it implied some sort of thing we've got. The trio. <laughs> all right. The three yeah. musketeers. The three musketeers? Sure. <laughs> all for one and uh, one for all. D'Artagnan's not one of them, is he? He's, no. No, no. It's like, and the rest of them are all like Latin, Roman names or Latin names or something. Pothos. Aramis? Aramis? Is that one of them? Yeah. I'll take Aramis because I remembered his name. Uh, it's in Slumdog Millionaire. I should know them all. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. Aramis is a. Po- is something with a P? Yeah, Pothos. Pothos? Yeah, I think. Okay. And there's a third. Aramis and. Bill. <laughs> we'll say Bill. Bill. All right, Bill. <laughs> I'm sure someone will tweet us. So Ellie gets to be Bill. Um, so <laughs> we are here. Thanks so much. We are here today for episode number 78, To Sir with Love. Yeah. As brought to us by Liam. Yep. So whether we like it or hate it, it falls at your feet. It falls at my feet. Because we're at the start of Hot Film Summer. We are. Hot Film Summer. Eight weeks of picks. Yeah, boy. No. Eight, yeah, eight straight weeks. It's and gonna I kick it off. Like, we were like, oh, i got to wait for a while for my pick. And then, my, and then it's like eight weeks of just, no, non-stop picks. Yeah, three years hey. wait for a pick. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like. And then one big summer. You're like like a, a starving person where one little bit of a meal can fill you up and just stuffing food down at you. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm very glad. I mean, it's nice to do things when they're of the right moment, but it's also Absolutely. glad to kind of have some choice. And for me, to, it's fun yeah. for me to watch things I've never seen before or never even considered before. So that's why when you said to serve of love, I was like, oh, because it's probably the same as Angel Dirty Faces. I'm just going, what are we in for this week? But Angel with Dirty Faces, you had nothing about, you didn't even know it existed. I, I knew a slight reference in a Home Alone thing. Oh, okay. That was it. But I didn't know anything of it. I knew, I, I knew very little of this one. Oh, okay. I knew, it was, Sid- heard I knew it. it was Sydney Portier. That's about it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's all I knew. I'm I, so excited I thought it was set- this. I thought it was set in America. Uh, the second one is. Well, there we go. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about, well, we're talking about America. Let's talk yeah. about what we started, Yay. shall we? Let's hop on a plane all around the world. Spread the word. <laughs> Tom, where we've been heard. Absolutely. See where we charted today. Uh, we charted this week in America, Yay. in Great Britain, here in Australia. G'day. Here in Australia. Australia. (laughs) We're doing our podcast from Australia. We didn't mention this. We're on location this week. (laughs) We're down under. I don't think we're allowed to go to Australia. Well, this launch is the day after Freedom Day, so God knows where we've gone. Who knows? Yeah, but I Um, think there's still quite a lot of travel. Well, I'll tell you where else we're not going, but we've charted Spain, Brazil, 
little bit closer to home. Ireland. Hey. Denmark. Uh, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, India, Israel, Finland, the Ukraine, Taiwan, Malaysia, Nigeria, Pakistan. Wow. Where do I want to go next? Let's say Singapore, number 50. Uh, we were number 42 in Switzerland, number 40 in the Czech Republic, number 11 in Ghana, number 9 in South Korea, and that's number 47 on all TV and film. It still blows my mind. Number f- yep. Five in Paraguay, including number 35 in all TV and film. And if it's not a new pause market, it's a market we've been in for a new while. Number six, number six in the Netherlands. Wow. Yeah. Including number 77 wow, in all we're TV and around film. The world. We need to get a map. And... Yeah, we do need to get a map. And pinpoint we do. everywhere. We, get we do. We get one of those scratch-off maps to say all the places oh, we can Oh, I was just going to say that, Ian. I got you one of those, and you haven't been able to go anywhere. So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 if you want to reappropriate it, we, we can do that. That's yeah, fine. And number one in Uganda. Woo! That's three That's weeks. weeks to three. Three weeks, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So th- wow, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Whoever it is in Uganda, please keep listening. Thank you, yeah. You make our, you make us very happy when we do you this. Do, you when do, you When I say a, a new place, especially, I'm like, wow, how yeah. does that happen? A oh. new market, you mean? Yeah, a new market, yes. Like I say, it still blows my mind. We should just go get some pictures of us in front of like, like the new market sign, so we can just <laughs> put it up. The, <laughs> every time we get a new market, we can just tweet that photo out with like a different flag in the corner. Because we're not oh, far from new market, are we? I think we should. Yeah. We, we should do some photos at some we point. Should. Um, so promos really quickly. I mean, last week we did point break, point break with M from verbal diorama. <laughs> yeah, did, that was yeah. a good time. Uh, I've got this list of promos I have is so old. I obviously just haven't. I've got BFE quiz night. I'm like, that's very old. <laughs> uh, episode six of Loki, Loki, which yeah. just dropped the final episode of, of this run of Loki of this run. Yes. Yeah. Um, I will also say that we did the Bo Burnham, see it or skip it. I did that with Ethan and Georgia on Friday. Neither of whom are here to help me talk about no. it. <laughs> but yeah, so we have that, uh, dropped and it's creating a bit of a buzz, which is nice numbers are good numbers are really good actually on that good, one good, good, good. Uh, which is weird because i think bo burnham i'm realizing skews young oh, i didn't okay. realize bo burnham skews young but i think oh, it does okay. skew young yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that would really be and as always please 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 we're getting close because next week we will be recording our real round table yes. on our bfe sports. Uh, top sports movies yeah. in honor of the olympics which open this coming friday wow yep Cool. And COVID has hit the Olympics like a mother today. Yeah. <laughs> About six British athletes have been told to quarantine. No. Yeah. Imagine that. Waiting four years, training yeah. your whole life, waiting four years, waiting an additional year. <sighs> I think when, when Euro 2020, for the most part, went off about a hitch, we're like, okay, we're out of the woods. Nah, man, there is a, I don't know if it's the third wave, the fourth wave. I don't know what wave this is. It's like one of those it's waves in a stadium wave. where he just keeps going around So due to the around. COVID, Maybe we should ask Keanu Reeves. There we go. <laughs> so due to the COVID, we've had Euros in 2021 rather yep. than 2020, right? Yep, although we can still say it's 2020. Oh, okay. Will, yeah. will we reset that back? Yeah, they'll go back to 2024. Is that yeah, why yeah. the World Cup's next year, not... The World Cup is not because the World Cup is supposed to be next year anyway. Yeah, so oh, 2022 okay. is supposed to be the World Cup I didn't in know Qatar. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. there's always usually two years between them. Cool. So there we go. It didn't come home, by the way. It didn't. No, sadly. <laughs> if from America's and going, right did it in, come home? No. No, 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 no. Am I right in thinking that you guys also missed watching the first goal because we slightly overran on the podcast? We did slightly yeah, overrun. We, we missed the first yeah. goal. We were that committed, though, <laughs> to the pod. Absolutely. Oh, it was a bit of, was a, bit of a soul punch. Yeah, two minutes. Yeah, I got, I got a little bit of notes about that. No, I actually in general, a bit of a soul punch. For oh. the, yeah, we missed two minutes of the game, and yeah. we missed a goal. I know. <laughs> Crazy. All right. The only one. And then we just watched Gareth Southgate decide, play defense. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but defend, anyway, sports defend, movies is where we're going. Get yeah. us your list of best sports movies. Hashtag BFE top five. That way we can find them. If you don't put it on, I don't guarantee I'll find them. I think the weirdest one ever is Escape to Victory. <laughs> It's hard. Sylvester it's, Stallone. It is a broad topic. I've seen such a range of movies this you time. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, the, the cast. So right. I'm looking forward to that. I've been watching some sports movies. i got some more sports movies ready to, to, to burn through over this week. Once I get through Thursday, I'm on summer holidays, so I'll probably celebrate yeah. my first day of freedom. That's my birthday, actually. Maybe I'll watch some sports movies. Don't know. Don't know what I'll do yet. Happy birthday to you. When it thank comes. you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you much, Lee. Uh, let's go ahead and do some reflections and corrections. Ooh. All the thanks in the world to M for coming on last yes, week's show. thank you, M. Had thank a lot you. of fun. Point Break yeah. was a good time. Good time. Uh, listen of ours, Lindy Ann, really enjoyed it. She started listening to some of uh, M for Verbal Diorama. I was saying, best solo pod indie that I can you have for you film. Have. Ian is always right. I'm saying it. <laughs> Hashtag. Why, what took you so long? <laughs> Just take me at my word. Um, post, it doesn't feel like it's just been a week since England got knocked out. It feels the It feels, it feels like ages. it's been a month. Don't it? Oh, yeah. Don't it, yeah. <laughs> I avoided the papers the following day. <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't. I was walking around doing my, my amateur football punditry to a bunch of six formers. She's going from table to table when you watch a game last night. <laughs> I said, do you watch it, sir? Yes, I've got some thoughts. Do you want to hear me? Yes, we do. Okay, here we go. The funny thing was, because I work in a supermarket, it was very funny. Because to start with, I was like, yeah, you know, why, why would they do this? And why would they do that? And blah, blah, blah. By the end of my shift, I was like, if anybody asked me, did you watch the football game? No, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> I was sick of talking about it. Well, I'll tell you who was interested in what. Griff was interested in our Point Break episode. Oh. 27 banks in three years, anything to catch the perfect wave. BFE oh. and Verbal Diorama grabbed their swimsuits, surfboards, and presidential masks to discuss the 100% pure adrenaline movie, Point Break. We did a deep skydive. Oh, not Into bad. It, you know not that? bad. <laughs> Imagine trying to surf in a presidential mask. I, <laughs> yeah, very stately. That'd be weird. I think Griff might have been beaten by M herself, who said, I joined the brilliant BFE gang to discuss dry Keanu Reeves, damp Keanu Reeves, and sopping wet Keanu Reeves. <laughs> the air gets dirty and the sex gets clean on this episode. But as we continued to talk, she went, she was really surprised we didn't cover the line that said, young, dumb, and full of. Yes. Come on over to Twitter and join the conversation, <laughs> shall you? That's that BFE pod. <laughs> it's a standout line. There we go. Uh, I do have to do this. There's a mistake I think I made. Any guesses who it is? Me this time? It's me. Oh, <laughs> well, you do talk more. I was wrong. You were right. Ooh. There's a Johnny Utah who plays hockey. Is there? Griff got a hold of this article, sent it to me. Now, I'm going to challenge this. He is called apparently Johnny Utah. You know why he's called Johnny Utah? No idea. Because he's from Utah. Oh, okay. That's it. His do, name is I not. His oh. name is not. His name is not Johnny. Oh, okay. He's got no link to the movie Point Break. Okay. Just the fact he's from Utah, people go, "Oh, you're Johnny Utah." Oh. So I'm I'm kind of half protesting that. There's just something. But there was an article. There was an article. I've never heard of the guy. No, I, <laughs> but somehow this exists. Yeah. It was on NHL.com's official website. Really. Can't do much about that. <laughs> what a stab he, in the dark. He must have done a, a deep dive himself to find that because I couldn't find it while we were podcasting. Yeah, I, I sent me the link. We'll, I'll tweet it out. Wow. Um, there's been some confusion amongst our, our fledgling fandom about who Georgia said looked like Gordon Ramsay. It was not Patrick Swayze, she said. <laughs> no. It was Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary Busey. <laughs> Although it didn't stop someone. I think it might have been M from Verbal Diorama of sending a picture of Gordon Ramsay on a surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's great. <laughs> and said the remake or something like I that. I want to see that. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Smith has never heard of Bo Burnham. Um, Hermes laid down some thinly veiled threats if I were to speak badly about Bo Burnham. Ooh. And that guy's in the military. Like, he Ooh. knows he has access to stuff and knows how to do stuff. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, he's and, Liam Neeson, is he? And, yeah, I think Ooh. he's got a particular set of skills. <laughs> and Spyhard said an absolute see it. But if you want to know what we felt about it, you need to go ahead and download the see it or skip it on yeah. Bo Burnham inside to get our inside scoop yeah and then finally random phrase i only got dwayne smith doing it this week so there we go and didn't even get it right he didn't even get it right i don't know if it deserves it he said he said hashtag do you think i like my hair like this i'm like that's not really the phrase the phrase is do you think i like this hair man do you think i like this hair man (laughs) with perfect tom size more addiction so there we go while we're in this let's continue shouting out julene did not like the script of point break i said but Swayze's good in it. She went, nah, he was cringy. I'm like, what? what? Yeah. No. Like, Keanu, totally get it. But she went, no, no, no. She went, uh, Busey was good. And he Busey was. he was good. Dr. Cox was good. Dr. Cox is great. He's always good. But he's always doing that same role. Yeah, of course. But I have no problem with the way Swayze said any line in that movie. Me either, me either. No, because ironically, the guy who's supposed to be the stoned out surfer dude sounds like a foot, like, like, just like a regular guy. Yeah. He just pitches it. And the guy's supposed to be FBI. He's just like, oh, oh whoa. whoa. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't miss the 50-year storm, buddy. <laughs> the FBI is going to pay. How did he get to be the lead agent to bring Bodie in? I am an FBI agent. Aren't you like, guy, it's clear you're too close to this one. We're sending yeah. you with like five people. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, uh, but but I had a lot of fun doing that me, last yeah, week. Me too, so there me we too. go. She said if given the choice to narrate her life, she would choose two members of the BFE to go ahead and do that. You want to have a guess which two people she singled out? Uh, you. I am one of them, yes. <laughs> and Ethan. No. Ooh, Ellie. Yes. There we are. So there we go. She would choose me or Ellie to narrate her life. Ellie does have a nice diction in I her I think voice. I'd be very good at someone's inner monologue. Thank you very much. You in do. a show. I think I would. Yeah. I think I, I think would. We'd, we'd make a good narration team. I don't say, well, you could, be in the, you could be like the posh moments of her life, or the moments where she's like <laughs> under control, and the moments where she does things that she really can't explain. Yeah, hello, it you? could be me being like, do it. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> Basically, I'm like I'm like a bad idea bear, if you're familiar with Avenue Q at all. <laughs> I love the bad idea bears. If, if people don't know what we're talking about, listen to the Avenue Q soundtrack. Avenue Q soundtrack. And I'm, that if probably I have, still won't tell you, but go watch hit, Avenue Q. Hit up our friends at uh, It's a Musical Pod. They'll, they'll know. Yeah. They'll know what we're talking yeah. about. They may have even done an episode on it. I imagine they have. So, uh, Josh, from your next favorite movie, For All the Love, let's talk about this. Our friends down under. Not me. I'm not really down under oh, today. Uh, yeah, we're not. Uh, Dan Mackles. It's a musical for Grease 2, and they gave a shout-out to, to you specifically, Liam, about our Grease 1 episode. Oh, thank you. There we go. Did I, did I miss that? Is I think that you what? chimed in, but I think it's the bit where you said it got a little bit, a little bit emotional. Oh, okay. Was that that one? It maybe, was something. Maybe. Anyway. Well, the thing is, right. Maybe when I, tag you. Yeah. When, I, when, I, when I look at Twitter, right, I don't quite still understand it. Yeah. Am I reading the same bits or am I missing things? I don't know. I think you're doing all right. You haven't, yeah. done, any, you haven't done anything wrong yet. No. It's not like, <laughs> not like when my mum would like post messages on my Facebook wall. I'm like, mum, this is not a personal message. <laughs> Everybody can see this part. So whatever you've just put in, the whole, everybody who knows me can see it now. Um, um, let's walk through how a private message works. <laughs> I just want everyone out there on Twitter who's, um, you know, following me. I don't mean to miss things if I do, or if I message to things I shouldn't. I don't know. I'm still, it's a stab I, in the dark for me. I haven't seen you put a foot wrong yet. That's so there like, we go. Wee, look and at me. you updated your profile picture on You did? Day. Much better. Much With better. a hashtag. With a hashtag. Did I? I know. What hashtag hey. did I? I know. Did I? Yeah. 
Wow. Did you, you go hashtag new profile pic or something like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. I don't know. <laughs> did you do it or did someone do this for you? No, I did oh, it. Oh, there we go. Well done. But I didn't realize I did it. Did it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How weird is that? Hey, Liam. Yeah. You know who else doesn't put a foot wrong? Who's that? Our friends at the Effort Nerds Podcast. That's hey. who. Uh, also, our friends at Ratchet Book Club. Alex from Main Street Finance. Hey, Ed from the Film Effect Pod. And I want to pause here for a moment and go, I've been listening. Because Ed and I, well, Ed and I, Ed, Ed and us, we both did... We did. Point break. We did, yeah. And you know what happened? He retweeted ours and we retweeted hey. his. And I love that there's not this thing where we're like, oh, no, only one of us can do this. What do you do? We, no, no one got RC. No one got RC about it. Yeah. It was like part of the community that we're, we're privileged to be a part of. And they, yeah, they had a really good take on it. Really enjoyed it. Nice. They talked about theme parks more than we did. Wow. Part of their banter. It wasn't part. Oh, okay. It wasn't the extended cut or like the new version. <laughs> but yeah, but no, so it was good. It was good. Really, really enjoyed it. But I liked the f- and they even promoted us off the top and said, "Thank you, so check much. out best film ever." They've just done it too, and I'm here uh, saying, "Check." Uh, we put a tweet out saying, "If hey, if you liked our conversation, you like Point Break, go see the film effect. They do, you know, in many ways a similar deep dive concept. They'll have different jokes. Why wouldn't you though? Why right? wouldn't you? You know, if there was a podcast that had done seven different interviews on Greece, I would I'd listen." Watch. Really? Listen. If, there's like thousands <laughs> out there. Well, you know, it's like if there was more than one video about Greece on YouTube, I'd watch them. I I'm, promise you, there are. I am still astounded that you found something that I didn't know. Yeah, Michael Bane. That's what I do. Oh, he's one of my favorite actors. How did I not know that? Yeah, and was it Brandon? Oh, that's about Greece, but yeah, and Brandon Lee and Point Break. I mean, it all comes full circle, doesn't I know, it? No, doesn't it? Um, okay. Also, we want to thank Carlo, of course, for all the love. Hermes had a question about the poster that started the podcast. Oh, we've been that, not been that. We've put it aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Till the start of August when we do our next, our next BFE mailbag. Yeah. What she said, um, Hermes said, if, if you can't answer right away, but you can put it in the mailbag. And I tagged Ethan and went, here we go. Uh, mailbag. I you meant you'd been to the poster. Right? No, 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 no. Uh, new listener, Adam Y. of the Soul Wizard Podcast. Chance Widmore, he does great stuff. Ray from NBC. That's not, that's not before coffee. <laughs> <laughs> she does great stuff. The running educator, Griff, who he and I got in a very heated discussion about football this week. You heated it, about football? It had, to re- it had to result in private messages where he went. <laughs> went I don't, I don't, you know, you know me. Like, we're yeah. all right. We're all right. Yeah, yeah we're, we're all right. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I was very, we're both very passionate. And he was passionately going, not, you know, God bless the boys. They did brilliantly. I'm going, they did do brilliantly. Southgate lost us the game. That was my opinion. Yeah. Maybe you don't play defense from the 30th minute on. You don't. Maybe you bring on Jack Grealish before the 100th minute. And he said, Griff said quite accurately, last I checked, they scored a goal without Grealish. I said, fair enough. I said, last I checked, they also allowed a goal without Grealish. Mm-hmm. So it goes both ways, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the idea about maybe you don't put a 19-year-old in the biggest moment no, of his life. No, 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 and no, no. He put him in a situation where, you know, I'm not blaming him at all for no, how people no, are no, taking no, it. No, not at all. But don't put this on his shoulders. No, and even if he said to, me, said to this, uh, Gareth okay, I can do this. Yep. He, he should have had the, the balls to say. As someone who's been there. Yes. Yes. No, and no one's like to be the, you're not ready for that. It doesn't matter how good a football you are. Yeah. It's down to your nerves. Harry Kane should have been the fifth. Yeah. He shouldn't have been the, f- I get the idea. We want to start off one nil. Why? You need to have some, someone who's not my 19 year old now. And why did Sterling not take one? Yeah. Fair, fair shout. I, I have no idea. You know, so Sterling, if you're out but there, Southgate listen, did, why? did come out there and say, I lost us this game. Blame me. And I'm oh, like, okay. good man. Yeah. Absolutely. Good man. Good man. 
He's wonderful at starting a match. He got out coached, I think, in the final. But that's the end of my football punditry for the episode. Uh-huh. Um, Hang on, was again too passionate. <laughs> are, are we good? I, I, I think are we're we all good. good. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Smith, that's friend of the podcast, Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. Who said, <laughs> don't get on the wrong side of Georgia. She seems keen to shoot someone in the kneecaps. <laughs> and then Dwayne and Griff uh, started to discuss this an issue as well, because Georgia's got face blindness. Is she likely to shoot the wrong person in the kneecap? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. I you're think she is. <laughs> Just watch your knees. Uh, kids, what are we watching tonight for the love? The Family Plot Podcast for all the love. Reading Radio, who called us, and I quote, one of the best. Oh. Yeah. The podcast Peter that Sikons. wouldn't die for the love new listener john who said listening to a snyder cut episode remember the snyder yeah. cut episode that was a while ago he says was a while ago. he says i'm very intrigued what a wonderful recommendation so, wow thank you very much thank you uh new listener ashley who just said this is lit <laughs> is that good thank you let's good lit uh, is young person ver- ver- vernacular for very good i think people just realized i'm not young because <laughs> well, go. i have no idea what that meant <laughs> podcast ranker who again included us on their list of a top 10 podcasts Woo! of the week thank you very much thank you uh, and then uh, a couple of more detailed reviews. Just one here that said, four best friends review and analyze movies by metrics you usually wouldn't think of. Cinematography, script, score, pacing. There's always someone who hates the movie. We call that person Ellie. <laughs> uh, this, there's a great back and forth of the pros and cons of the film. If you love movies, listen to BFE will teach you all kinds of things that will give you a deeper appreciation for filmmaking. And that was by Alex from Main Street Finance. Hey, thank you very much, Alex. Thank you, Alex. And then a friend of mine. Uh, Pete got a hold of me and said, hey, congrats on getting the 20,000 downloads. Hopefully I was a few of those. I would say, Pete, you've got control over your phone. I would hope you would know. Uh, After a few weeks off, he's downloaded and listened to your Independence Day pod. Great stuff as usual. If a bit long, and yeah, it was, it was, was a long, long. There's so much information, and we hit twenty thousand downloads, and we had to talk about the last word on Greece. So there yeah, were there we were a did. few things yeah, we had to put in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he says keep up the great content, and thank you, Pete. We will keep yeah, up, or at least we, we will try. That's all we ever do is we aspire to. I'm not going. We do great content. We're just trying. That's yeah, all we're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I've gotten a note here. Introduce M. That's from last week. So I'm gonna throw that away. <laughs> M's getting uh, all shout out hello yeah. to M. Shout out hello hey, to M. M. Uh, and if you want to get a hold of our attention like that and make us happy, want to give us a review. Five stars on Apple Podcasts is great. It helps us with the algorithm nonsense. It gets us charting. Yeah. There's a few countries we haven't quite hit yet. We will. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll yeah find I'm on out. that scratch map. On that scratch yeah, map, let's do it. I think Woo. I'm. I think I'm going to also start at the end of every month. List our top ten countries of the month. Oh, and see just where we get the most downloads from. You love spreadsheet, don't you? I just love a good countdown. You do. Number one's going to invariably be the United States. Like forty-five percent of our downloads <laughs> come from the states. But there are some which would surprise you based on charts versus actual downloads. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, let's do that. Uh, let's do okay. The introduction, Liam. Some like it hot. <laughs> to sir with love, about the same era. A few years later, uh, why? Why did you choose this? This is one of your picks. Okay, I chose this because oh, I must have been, I don't know, nine, ten, that sort of age. And my dad loved this movie, and he and he's always trying to culture me in different things and like music. I mean, he's a big influence on my music uh, with Pink Floyd and stuff. And he brought this movie to me and said, "Look, two sir with love." He said, "See what you think." I was a bit of a problem child. I think he was trying to say, look, you know, teachers aren't that bad. Right. <laughs> I think. And it did resonate with me. And the funny thing is, I was more on Denim's 
understanding inside as a child. Okay. <laughs> but now I'm more on um, Thackeray's side of things. And we'll talk about who these are once we get yeah, into yeah, it. If, if you haven't seen it. As I've grown Because there are some people, which blows my mind, they will listen to us as a barometer of should they watch the film or not. You should so watch this. Yeah, I mean, see it or skip it, kind of sort of the not stuff. That, but they will, you know, Citizen Kane, they did that. They went, I'm going to yeah. listen to you guys and then I'll see if I want to watch it. So Even, even if yeah. it's just for Sidney Poitier himself. I mean, the guys yep. are amazing in this. Um, yeah, so my dad brought me this to my attention, and I have religiously watched this film every few years since then. I absolutely—I don't know what religions you're practicing, basically, <laughs> but things they do are pretty regimented in time. It's at least once a year. Yeah, like, well, like Easter is not like the Olympics; it's not every four years it comes around. Yeah, well, I mean, there are things about there, there are things about this film that you know touches upon but i think they do this on on purpose with touching upon it i mean we'll talk about when we get in there there's some bits where you go oh this feels like 1967 yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and oh yeah yeah well i know i know yeah um but the whole feel goodness of the movie is what i resonate with now i know you said you're really eager to see what because I, I gave you nothing I, I, you've you tried nothing. to you tried to sneak in and go so before we record how do you think i said i'm not giving you anything and you're like oh <laughs> <laughs> nothing you got it you got to save it for the pod I kept this in the can for you i just want to see your okay, reaction so, so here's the thing so you saw yourself as the problem child I, i'm a teacher yeah, yeah, yeah so of course i'm viewing it from that perspective are, yeah. of it uh, ellie i'm gonna guess you i'm gonna guess a you haven't seen this film before am i right I have not, no. Okay, I'm going to guess that you were not a problem child in, in the classroom. I'm guessing you were probably, <laughs> you were probably very, uh, you were in the room next to it where all the kids were just cracking on with the work. Yeah, I was absolute teacher's pet at school. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to look back and think I was, but no. Yeah. As a student, I, wa- I was never this kid, but I wasn't, I wasn't a great kid in the classroom. You were the Joker, wasn't you? I was. I was absolutely. I can imagine you being the Joker. I was. Well, I, I don't think I've changed that much. I, I get bored very easily, and if yeah. I'm if I, if I get the content, I'm like, all right, I'm bored. Yeah. I get that that bit where I'm like, I don't know it yet, but I'm trying to figure it out. Love that moment. That's mm-hmm. my favorite bit of sort of was being a student. But once I got it, and if you had to like slow down to help like teach like the kids in the other row because they weren't quite getting it yet, <laughs> been me. I was like, oh, why are we? And now we just start talking and get into trouble. And I get, you talk. I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm done or I'm bored yeah, or I'm yeah, yeah. or if it was so far above my head like chemistry, I just didn't get it. Yeah, I same. didn't get chemistry. Either. I just like I wouldn't I wouldn't be a class clown, but I would just check out and yeah, just yeah, be yeah. like write song lyrics or something else because i'm like i just don't get it yeah, yeah, yeah so but if you give me that sweet spot which usually was like english class and history class and things where we talked about ideas mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the guy who's now talking hosting a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um I, I was thinking the other day actually talking about bo burnham i think the podcast has been great for that part of my brain that's just like always firing yeah because yeah, i have yeah. a way to i have a place to direct it to now so i think it's been you really helpful indeed, yeah. yeah so um i mean that's kind of me so i think i resonate obviously i see it more from the teacher's perspective and that's course, the only time i've seen it i do now i'm older i can tell you what i looked at it and think to myself although the decades are different i think think to myself i've had a class or two like that (laughs) (laughs) well the funny thing is i said to you didn't i the classroom that they're in i remember that classroom that sort of setup that setup yeah as a child in the 80s yeah you know so 20 years later i still remember that and nothing had really moved on from that, you know, so... Now, you went to, like, a state comprehensive sort of yeah, school, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 Ellie, you went to kind of more of a, a more refined school, shall we say? A refined... <laughs> refined... Yeah, you can say that if you want to. <laughs> what's, the, what's the term? Is it, is it a TOF? Is that? Yeah, TOF. A TOF? Yeah. yeah, there we go. All right. 
uh, I went to, we don't really have those sorts of options in Canada. I just went to like the one school. Like there was no other option. Yeah, all right. Like this was the one you could go to because the next one was like a 45 minute drive away for wow. high school. So yeah, I mean, but then again, we never really had this sort of thing, but I was, you know, I was in, I was in the more advanced classes and I think, you know, behavior issues weren't going to find their way as often into my, the, our biggest problem is that we all thought we were smarter than the teacher at times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And we never are. But teenage Magnus. Uh, <laughs> Oh, there are some teachers I can absolutely say, right? Looking back, I was definitely smart. <laughs> and got quite indignant about the fact there was someone who wasn't quite up to scratch in front of me. Oh, they no. don't like hearing that. No, they don't. No. no <laughs> you they can don't. imagine. I never would say it outright, but I think my sarcasm would sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. if I may, if I may. <laughs> I remember I was at a grade 11 in a grade 12 class. And let's call the teacher Miss Stevens. Wasn't Miss Stevens. Let's call her Miss Stevens. Uh-huh. And I remember it was a geography, travel and tourism sort of course. And it was for grade 12 students. So it means you're probably about 16 years old. But I was taking, oh, yeah. it, I was taking a year early. Yeah, yeah. Because I just wanted to, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so I got in there and she handed us these little like cutouts of the globe. No, they weren't cut out, but they were like segments of the globe. And you had to identify for a starter which continent it was. That's all you had to do, right? <laughs> I'd be used to that. So I went to this one and I went, this is, so I wrote them all and I said, for a number six, I'm looking around. Everybody's older than me, right? Everybody's older than me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like a boy, very much a boy. Yeah, like yeah. I was, I was a young 15 or 16. <laughs> I was not one of these ones who matured early. And so I raised my hand or I get called on or whatever it happened. <laughs> and she goes, which one is it? And I said, uh, that's Antarctica, miss. And she went, no, that's Australia. And I went, no, that's Antarctica. And she went, I'm the teacher of this course. I think I know what I'm talking about. It's Australia. And I went, I know you're a teacher of the course. I'm saddened to find out you don't know what you're talking about. I walked over, grabbed a globe from the side and said, here's Australia. This little bit you see here, that's called New Zealand. Now, if we look back to our worksheet, does anybody see New Zealand on the worksheet? So I'd once again like to suggest that what we are looking at here is clearly Antarctica. She went, wow. she went sit down. I went, yes, miss. <laughs> She still talks about that. That is a bad first impression to make. Because although I won the day and I was like, damn straight, she marks my work. (laughs) Because it's not like in the UK where you send your exams away. She had to mark every piece of my work. And how did you do in that? She couldn't fail me. She'd have a hard time justifying that. I don't think I did brilliantly. (laughs) But I think her biggest fear was that she'd fail me and I'd show up again next year in the class. (laughs) So she and I did not get on. Oh, I bet. I think she also told me at one point, not me specifically with class, that she could make more money as a waitress than as a teacher. So I raised my head and said, "Will you please go be a waitress and find me someone who wants to teach instead. Why would you do that? Because she, yeah. she was suggesting she didn't want to be a teacher. So I'm like, fine, don't go, go, go do that thing. Oh my God. Why would you sit there and tell me you don't want to teach me? Well, yeah, true. I, I would, I would not for a moment go to my class and she be like, you know how it. much money I can make in other professions? Well, then go do it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I'm not going to let you guilt trip me about how much <laughs> money you make or don't make. So yeah. That's funny. So, so when you get these kids who are like, like really like smart outs yeah, in the classroom, yeah, yeah. like I've been there. Okay? Been there done it, the Trust me, I know every move you're gonna make. Yeah. I know why you're making it. I know what you think you're getting out of it. I'm here to tell you either a you're right. And those kids who are funny, and I'm like, I'm never gonna tell you that being funny is not a sign of intelligence. I think it absolutely is. Have you ever been caught off guard and laughed? Oh yes. <laughs> there was a kid my first year who said something so inappropriate that I laughed, and they went, "Look, sir's even laughing." And this is a, and this is a class very much like in the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, 
oh, I got to save this. How am I going to save this? And I paused and went, no, I'm laughing about how am I going to say, how am I going to repeat what you just said to your mother when I phone her after school? Oh, nice. Oh, nice and save. it worked. It worked. Nice but save. I was like, I don't, because it was so out of left field. I did not see it coming. Yeah. It was funny, but it was, it was foul. <laughs> and you so, don't get caught off guard very often. Oh, no, no. So, you know, like, it's, I think, that kid. I think to this point, I think it's still the one time I've been caught legitimately off guard by a joke yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like that was funny not by i've been caught off plenty of times by things i'm like why would you do that <laughs> yeah, yeah but 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 not by that so yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah such as cool so that's our preamble i guess for <laughs> a lot preamble to sir with love it's all right it's kind of a short movie yeah, and there's yeah. not as many facts out there about to sir with love no so and the cgi in this movie <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> looked like a real bust didn't it <laughs> <laughs> so, did. so uh, the film was directed and written by james clayville uh cinematography by paul beeson i could find nothing else that clayville did of any note yeah. paul beeson he directed 13 episodes of disneyland the television show that was oh, okay. on yeah abc or whatever and music by ron granger i could not find anything really to do with any of that whatsoever oh yeah so to sort of love 1967 british drama film that deals with social and racial issues in an inner city school and was based on er brathwaite's 1959 sorry brathwaite's 1959 autobiographical not uh, autobiographical novel of the same name i i've done the bit where i book. take the hyperlinks out and it's printed it in such like you you would almost think the words were missing there liam you but they would, are yeah. there somewhat so there I, I own that book do you really i do yeah have you read it no. No. There we go. I'm going to. <laughs> You're going to. I'm going to, right. yeah. I just haven't read it. So everybody on the BFE mailbag, from now until he finishes it, please write in and ask if <laughs> Liam's finished the book yet. Uh, Sidney Portier and uh, James Clavell wanted to do the film, but Columbia was reluctant. They agreed to make the film for small fees, provided Portier gets 10% of the gross. Remember that. Portier gets 10% of wow. the gross. Okay. And Clavell gets 30% of the profits. Oh, okay. So if it makes some money, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're all right. Let's remember that when we get to the end. I don't really know whether it did or not, but I love it. <laughs> there we go. Quote, uh, there was a fit, and we talked about this in Dangerous Minds, and it goes to show us how in like 30 years, yeah. like things haven't changed much. No. <laughs> because in Dangerous Minds, we said they added all this stuff, and they wanted to go even worse. Like they wanted the scene where like the teacher and the student go on the date. Da-da, yeah, da-da, yeah, da-da. yeah. Um, the quote from Clayville says, when we were ready to shoot, Columbia wanted either a rape or a big fight put what? in. Said Martin Baum, sorry. And they said, we held out saying this was a gentle story, and they won. But the, the industry was like, no, we need something big. No. It's too subtle. No. Because then it stops becoming believable or relatable or like, what's your message? Don't rape? Okay, great. You know what I mean? Like, I think we have that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the message can that be something changed, more, more nuanced. That changed the whole movie for me. Yeah. Uh, the film was held from release for more than a year wow. until Columbia decided to open it in L.A. in the summer of 67, where it really broke through. And that that's strange to break. I didn't think that'd be so big over in America than it would. Well, I, got an an- See, I got an answer for that question. Oh, okay. but yeah, yeah. So the film, very, very unusual credits along the bottom, like almost like a British television series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you're from the, um, if you're in the U.S., you, you obviously probably might not be familiar with this. But in like the a British tradition for a long time, I think they've stopped now. But you would do the credits from right to left yep. across the bottom of the screen, usually too quick to read. Yeah, way too quick. But the idea being for that lower third, that's where you put the credits, and you could then show footage yep. above that. But yeah, you yeah. didn't really put 
chirons or, or graphics or words on the actual image itself. Nope. But it was really weird to see that they're like hacked off bottom third, almost like you're like watching like a TV net saying up next, you know, yeah. survivor on the bottom <laughs> of the screen. But that's where we had all our stuff. Yep. Yeah. Just really odd. Um, and let's talk about the song to Sir. We love. What a great song. It's brilliant. I love this song. I have seen Lulu perform this live. Have you really? I have. And it was amazing. Ellie, thoughts on the song? Yeah, it's good. Um, It's obviously quite of its time, I think. But Oh, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. It's a good little... I think melodically, it's just lovely. It's beautiful. Oh. And it takes you on a journey through the song. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things where when we watched, um, something we watched when we started the poster off, mm-hmm. but not even, we haven't done an episode on it yet, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, yes. And they start with Moon River, and you're like, oh, yeah. it's Moon River. Yeah. This is going to come back to be important later in the film. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're front-loading the song. Okay. And I was like, I guess it won't be a thing later. I'm glad I was wrong. Yep. Yeah. It kept popping up every now and then. And you know what that does? It for, it's, it's, it's like an overture in a musical. Mm-hmm. It sort of links the melody in your head. So when yeah. they come back to it, you're like, I know this. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was well, it was a well, I, I like the choice. It's my favorite song. I wonder has. if they had some kind of stipulation as to how many times it had to feature. As well. well, that's an interesting idea. I don't have anything on that, but Lulu is, is, is a pops. She's a pop, pop star, star by this point. Yeah. So the song, Sir with Love, finished the year number one on the Billboard's top 100 list. Great. Uh, yet the song Talk to the Animals from Dr. Doolittle won the Academy Award. <laughs> and Dr. Doolittle was a movie like bombed. Yeah, and this yeah, was yeah. this, you know, was was not a bomb, I'll say that much. Oh, okay. And yet it was number one song, and I don't think it got nominated for an Academy Award. So there we go. Wow. Yeah. So um it was a huge international hit as performed by Lulu. Um, but it was not nominated for Academy Awards or the Golden Globes. Uh, but in the UK, it was not a top 100 hit because it wasn't even an A-side. Uh, in the UK, okay. it was a B-side for The Boat That I Row. Yes, The Boat That I Row. And that went to seven. The Boat That I Row. So in a sense, it's almost, like a, it's almost like a double A-side. But as it, it wasn't an A-side, it wouldn't have been played on the radio. I think in the backs of my mind, I could be wrong next week, but if someone finds out, um, The Boat That I Row was given to Cliff Richard first, and he turned it down. Is Cliff Richard that old? <laughs> yeah. he, I, I don't know anything i'm from north america so cliff richard's oh, okay. like a name i hear so yeah, is he yeah. like a british elvis sort yes, of contemporary yes. oh, okay there we go Very so he did move it i think in 50 oh really okay nine, yeah. i think 58 59 yeah because i just don't know yeah and he was a huge he did not cro- he did not cross over no no, no no i didn't expect him to but yeah uh, he was nowadays big... he's 80 and just wow. as a little thing to serve with love was used at the end of the first season of glee was it? When the club members all thank Mr. Schuster for all that he has done. Aww. I just watched an episode of a TV show where he ends up being like an abusive ex-husband and tries to kill someone. I'm like, <laughs> my mind, I'm just not ready for Will Schuster, like abusive partner. My mind is blown. Yeah, it was, uh, it was not good. Uh, let's talk about the bus they're on, shall we? Because we open up a shot of like, you know, uh, Mr. Thacker, Thackeray? Thackeray, Thackeray yeah. Is, 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 is on a bus. And, I'm uh, on a bus. Yeah. I'm on a mother bus. This bus <laughs> still exists today as, pre- as a preserved vintage vehicle and can be seen at the East Anglia Transport Transport Museum oh. in Lowestoft. Wow, that's where not that going? far. I think yes, we where need. To, Liam's going. I think oh no. God. I think we got to get some pictures. If it's we available, should. if we great, if we, we can, go do it on the same if, trip as when we go to Newmarket. If we could get on the bus oh. and take photos, 
That'd be brilliant. I, I might want to... COVID and all this stuff, but maybe... We're coming out. We're coming out. Hopefully, for, for now, jeez. Yeah. I've already heard the word autumn lockdown. Oh. So much for being irreversible. Did you see when really? Boris said... They said, would you still say it's irreversible? And he went... We are hopeful it will be irreversible. Like, that's not how irreversible works, no, man. No, no, no. If it's irreversible, you can't go back. Not yeah, we yeah. hope. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Boris. It'd be like saying, if you get married and you go, does this mean we'll be together forever? Well, hopefully I won't <laughs> cheat on you. <laughs> but you know. Yeah, it could happen. You know, I know I said it, but I'm, I'm hopeful. When I said I was hopeful, that would be the case. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, there's a loud conversation with some working class women who do sexually harass him. They do. <laughs> there's the, very much a conversation about whether one woman's going to send her husband around for the other woman and once he gets going he's not so bad but you got to give him a chance it's just crude banter but it was like you wouldn't mind i think it goes to show the, the level of the adults in the community yeah, yeah, yeah so this is where he's going to teach where these are the role models but like, and they're, not, they're not bad people but they're they're crude people yeah. they're this is their working class people have you know l- they aren't as dignified, as cultured, as respectful, as polite, right. as <laughs> as educated people. That is what the, what the premise of the film has given us. And when you think later on in the film, when um, Denham talks about going on his barrow. Yeah. It's this level. Oh, he, he will be. And, and we get to see that a few yeah, times yeah, yeah. through where he walks through the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can see what his future is apparently going to be. Yeah. And he sees it as a bright future, not as, a, yeah. as anything else. So um, we get to school and Thackeray is ran into by a female student. I don't know if this was Pam or not. I, I wish I could remember now. It might have been. I think it was Pam. And then she runs back into class, and he takes a look in, and it's all paper airplanes and mayhem. And you asked yeah. me, you ever had this? I'm like, paper airplanes is a bit cliche. It is. I don't know if they do that. But yeah, Pulls you, of paper. But what I couldn't figure out the whole movie long is, why are the kids all there long before a teacher is? Because they got nowhere else to go. You still wouldn't go in the classroom. Like who's, who's outside who's so effective at getting them in the building? <laughs> Do you know, the weirdest thing is, even as a child, I was always one of the first to the class. Were you? Before the teacher? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm there first. Oh, no. I yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I was I was one of the first. Because I remember I made a mistake. I mean, COVID's helped with that. We don't let the kids in until 825 now. I made a mistake um, going early once, and I was the only one in there. And the teacher came in, and he went, oh, well, while you're here, can you take all the chairs off the tables? I went, sir, I've turned up early. I said, you're making me do stuff. He went, yeah, but can you take the chairs down? Yeah. I went, I don't really want to. And he went, do it. And that was his tone. Yeah. So I went across every single chair and I pushed him off the table. Oh, <laughs> he never asked me again. <laughs> I think you'd find that door was locked when you came back. The next <laughs> How are we friends? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> Um, and so uh, we meet Mr. Weston. I like Mr. Weston as a character. Yeah. You, I don't like who he is as a man. No, 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 no. You but kind his, of warm to him. His though. premise there, I don't mind him. Plus, I think he's got a little bit of wisdom. Yeah. I think he's just really jaded by teaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been in the system for a while. He's been teaching for so long that he yeah. probably was, you know, an idealistic. And I love this because, like, every teacher movie ever, you know, Mr. Thackeray's somewhat idealistic, and this yeah, guy's yeah. the opposite. Like, yeah. he's like, he seems always like, I'm just collecting my, my, my paycheck and <laughs> yeah. getting out of here. Um, and says, so, so you're the new lamb for the slaughter. Or should we say black sheep? Ooh. And I'm like, oh, we're going to have a bunch of metaphors <laughs> yeah. here that have to do with the fact that he's... So it's it's racism, but it's no one ever looked at him and, and, and sort of pointed a finger and turned him down for being black. No. But there were lots of metaphors that he had to deal with. And it's those moments where you want to feel like you're the same as everybody else. And they kept reminding in these sort of backhanded, off-the-cuff 
kind of ways where I don't think there's any malice intended, but it was clear they didn't view him as an equal. But this goes on through the movie, doesn't it? I mean, oh, for sure. You know, and this is the first we see of it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. a colleague. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, no. So, so land for the slaughter or black sheep? He goes, no, I'm just the new teacher. And generally, he responded to everything in a very still, quiet, oh, dig- dignified. Very dignified. There's always dignity in, in, or at least he aimed to have dignity at all times. I loved his composure and silence in this movie. Yeah. He did so well. Uh, we meet Mrs. Evans. She's the deputy head. Uh, we find out it's Thackeray's first job. And we clear up the idea, yo, what's with your accent, man? <laughs> And he's British, but he's from British Guyana, I believe it is. Yeah. And though know, he spent some time in California. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, <laughs> accent explained. Explained, sure, yeah. I appreciate the fact they bothered to write something. Well, yeah. And then we meet the staff. We re-meet Mr. Weston. And then we meet Jillian, who encourages him to stay. And if I have an issue early on with this film, or maybe in general, maybe I'm giving away my, my, my grumble too early. Didn't they, were they not trying to establish some sort it's, of a romantic inkling between these two yes, that has never followed uh, up on? Yes. She's clearly into him. Into him. Clearly. Yeah. And he, it, they it, never oh, address it, it no. nor does she even get to say, like, goodbye. No. It annoys something me. Something weird is going on there. There's yeah. something in the edit that happened. There was something that was I wonder to be if there. that's a step too far for American audiences. Do you think? I'm wondering if British audiences, if the cut is going, yeah, we'll have a romantic interest, and they end up going, no, we're not going to show it. 60, 67 oh, in the okay. U.S.? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit. That's a bit. It's a bit close to the knuckling. I mean, you want to look at, we're not that far removed from, from when we did Hidden Figures with um, Juliana oh, on yes. It Goes Down the PM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not that far removed from, well, let me think, Space Race, 60, 69? it's like 69. 69 was so Space like, Race, this yeah. is like, you know, you, you still can't go and attend the white high school. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. having them teach a bunch of white kids is probably them going, whoa, that's enough. Yeah. That's yeah. enough. We're not, no, they're not dating. No, uh. But isn't that weird, though? Because as a kid, I don't think of anything like that. I just go, why did they not get together? That, oh, really, annoys, yeah. that really annoys me. I think it's got to be the, the American market. It must be. Must I think be. Columbia yeah. must have gone, uh uh-uh. uh. Because they don't end their story. So I'm thinking it's all on the cutting room floor. Uh. And I, I don't know. I couldn't find anything, but that is my, because surely you would end the, something. You would. You would end the story somehow. And there's a look she gives him at the end as well. Yep. Um, Several looks she gives mm-hmm. him. Um, the deputy had tells Jillian to encourage him to stay. That's what we were hoping for. Well, yeah, yeah, we were. Um, Jillian and Zachary both admit they have no experience. She thinks it'll be a bit easier for him. I think she means because he's a man, but the hidden message there is, yeah, but there's something else yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going to make it more difficult for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we go in and we see the students are playing records in, I guess, what's like the canteen or some sort of social space. I think that's the sports hall or the... Is um, it? Because when they do sports, it doesn't look like that same place. No, but yeah. in, in an English school, the the sports hall would have been the performance hall and whatever as well. Oh, okay. Assembly hall. That all been the same. But where they do PE, seems like it was, it was in a different room, a smaller room. No, it was the same. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, because later on, they they um you see the horse and that in the actual scene. Oh, do you? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um... That's like North American primary schools would kind of be like that, where your sports hall would also be where the kids might eat lunch, might also be where they have assemblies. Da 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 da. I don't think they ate lunch there. It was just more the the, the assemblies yeah. and the sports and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So we, in North America, we would have a separate room for for the assemblies. We would, oh, have, okay. we, we, oh, okay. we would have an auditorium. Yeah. Oh. With like a proper stage, and it would only be for that purpose. And you would do gym and like a proper. There are two very separate venues. I feel cheated. <laughs> 
You should. It was quite good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We just had to make do. No, we had really... We make had, do and mend. All things considered, we actually had a pretty good auditorium. And my, my high school wasn't anything that special. I've been yeah. to some high schools. I'm like, dang, your auditorium's nice yeah. in North America. Yeah. I had a training session at one school, and I was like, this is like an American, like what you see in like the like like yeah. Mean Girls and things like yeah, this. Yeah, this yeah. looks great. Cool. So um, Lulu is there. She's dancing she to is. her to her own song. She is. Yeah. She's singing and dancing. She is. That's got to be weird. That is weird, isn't yeah. it? Only if you know. Yeah, yeah. It was also a bit weird that she was like, in all of these initial scenes, she didn't really have anything to do, but she was just placed front and center of them all, just yep. being But her. she was the bigger, was bigger she was, young star. She was the she, second female lead, I would say, in this. Yeah, but she yeah. Was, I think she was but bigger than Judy Houston. it wasn't really a very big part, was it? No. Oh, I, I, she was all right. Yeah, she she, yeah. she was a fill-in part. She was a um uh, yeah. an ensemble. It was a little bit of star power. Yeah. Yep. Um, Pam, I think it is, wants to know if they shake. Yes, Pam, Pamela dear. They being uh, Jillian Dance, and yeah. uh, Mr. Thackeray. Um, and so she asks him, I believe it's her who asks him, why do you want to be a teacher? And he goes, reasons. Because <laughs> you don't want to be an engineer? He says, I tried for 18 months to be an engineer. I think the message here is still racism. Yeah, yeah. same. Uh, they don't say it, but I think it's it's there. And yeah. he's, he's sort of, you know, resigned himself to being a teacher. You know, very dangerous minds or movie X. Yeah. I guess. I guess I'll be a teacher. How hard could it be? <laughs> I mean, you I, know this. I, I'm here to tell you, Liam. It's hard. <laughs> it's with, not. Hang on, with students like me, uh, we'll be. <laughs> I think it's. A, I think it's. A, I think the movie tells us this, but I would say I think it's a ridiculously rewarding job. I do. Okay. But anybody who just thinks I'll just go ahead and be a teacher, how hard can it be? Do I, I, I got news for you? It's hard, <laughs> especially at the start. Um. So the students we find out are mainly people who have been passed on from other schools. So they're other schools rejects, if you will. Yeah. And the head says the success and failures will depend entirely on you. That's who's having this conversation with him. It's the head. <laughs> and he says, I'm going to take the job. I want the job. And we heard out, fine. You got Hackman's class. And that's the class he saw with the paper airplanes and uh-huh. all that stuff. Imagine that. The kids who he had, in, who he had sort of like a, a moment with. Yeah. That's going to be the class he's going to take over. Yeah. So he goes in. He takes a register. And I'm sorry. The part of me. I'm going to do a few of these. This, I this know movie. you were. Since I watched it again, I was I'm like, going. Why was why is this register not in alphabetical order? Like who's just put these like names in some random order? It so it goes around the class, isn't it? So on screen, so we can looks... see the key people. But it yeah. went, went like Smith, Bilson, Williams, Jones. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> just pick names out of a hat and just read them. But yeah, it's so you get to see the main cast of, of course, characters of as you course. go along, and um, yeah, and they're going yeah yeah yeah. They wake up yeah. And I said, no, the first, you know what the first mistake is? Yep. It's not making them calm, sir. Yeah. That's me. I'm old school. You are. It's yes, sir, or here, sir. But it has to build. What, the movie? No, the, 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 the um, what's the word? Respect. Respect. It has to build. See, I always jump in on day one and go, yeah. even if it's a cover lesson, if, if I'm doing some supply teaching. You no, might but say in, in, in the film, in the film. Oh, in the yeah, film, yeah. you have to see him getting better at his job, you, too. If you see any of the students going, sir. Because he's not good at his job at the beginning, nor you know? should he be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it builds. Um, and so uh, there's so much reverb on his voice when he's doing the register. Oh, in there. They've put it through something. Yeah. Um, there's a reading exercise. We want them all to read and see how much they can read. And we find out some of them can barely get words out. That's me. And Pam is like amazing. Yeah. Um, she's, uh, I think it's Byron she's reading. 
I think it's a poem by Byron. And there's a slow <laughs> over, zoom. Over my head there. He's, he's a poet. Okay. And there's a slow zoom and a round of applause. And I kind of thought they were going, she's really clever. You could, she could, you know, and they leave that kind of alone. Yeah. yeah Strange. Maybe she's supposed to make her out as like she's distinct. The audience needs to remember her. But they establish her as being really clever and then don't go anywhere with it. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm going to touch base on a little bit later as well. Because I'm just going. Because he mentioned ah, something else he's, later. He's, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and so we also had, uh, we, we meet Denim. <laughs> I love, I'm sorry, Liam, I'm going to bring this up. Because <laughs> you were mentioned, because he, like he looks like a greaser. He does. He's British Kanicki, is who this guy is. He is. He is. He's oh, British. He is. He's British Kanicki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's kind of looking behind, and you can always tell this. Whenever a kid disappears or they're hiding behind a bag, so there's no bags on tables in my desk, or if they're looking, you know, like, obviously you're looking at something you don't want me to see. So he goes over, he has this squeak toy that if you squeeze it, the it's a doll, and her, like, it's like a really bad quality doll, too, but. Well, big thing. Her 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 breasts will jump out of her top if you squeeze it. It it's just the most juvenile. I got something that's dirty. Kind of kind of joke. Yeah. And uh, Thackeray just makes him put it away, and continues on. And that's kind of the idea is that he's not he's not able to work with them on them whatever yeah, yeah. it might be. But was clearly established in here. And I, I think I said this when we did Breakfast Club. I went. Okay, here's your thing. You you, you got to win these. Yep. Because the rest of the class, not for him. Who cares about him? Yeah, exactly. The rest of the class is watching. But I bring this up, Liam, because you said, it's always funny how they call him denim. I did, yeah. But he's always in leather. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> though. <laughs> I, have to, I think his name is D-E-N-H-O-L-M. It's not like all of a sudden they go, <laughs> all of a sudden Thackeray's going, Give me everybody's nickname. <laughs> I don't know. I watched this as a kid, so my memory's... As a kid, I, just, I, was, I thought it was endearing. I'm just bringing oh, it up. Yeah, endearing. Thanks. Uh, endearing. It is. Uh, then they go for a tea break, the most British thing ever, and we meet the deputy head's name is Clinty Clintridge. Yeah, that's um, not her actress's name. That's the character name. And I Clinty never, I Clintridge. Yeah. And I, I, I paused it on on Amazon so I could I, see it. And I wouldn't have known that either. Jeez, I just paused it. Wait, what's her name? <laughs> to laugh. And for all the British listeners out there, she's actually Mrs. Bouquet. Oh, from, from what? Keeping Up Appearances. Okay. Yeah. And Hetty Wainthorpe. Yeah, I think you asked me. You went, have you seen Keeping Up Appearances? I went, no. No, but you, you'd already left England by then. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah, I don't know when I'm going to come out. Was it like. been 80s, 90s. Late, I left England in like 88. Yeah. yeah. So, 88, 89? I don't know. Yeah. Um, then after tea, uh, he goes back and he's trying to do some sort of thing. And the kid keeps calling him Gov. <laughs> Gov. Or like Gov. Gov. No, I mean Gov. It's. Mr. Thackeray, yeah, Gov. And I'm like, <laughs> you run into this a bit where kids will call you mate or something like that. And you gotta go, it's not mate. <laughs> um, your mate. They'll tr- it's amazing, like 40, 50, 60 years on. It's the same thing. Still things. Just slightly different words. And they all think that they're original. Oh, yeah. They all think Which is kind of a point that he brings up later about re- re- rebellion. There's nothing you're doing that's new. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, uh, there's the bit where he slams the door <laughs> and, and the then points his desk is in. broken and he just goes up and goes, do exercise four, five and six and sits down. Like, this guy's failing off instead for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, he's just finding his feet though. He is. He yeah, is. He's and just you, feeling out the ground. You, need this. you have to start here. You always got to build these things. So it's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, Weston has some more advice. He tells him to do a little black magic. Ugh. Jeez. I know. Um, Thackeray says, I don't think I've taught them anything. I appreciate the fact he's always reflecting on his success as a teacher in the room. Yeah. 
Um, Weston thinks they need a good hiding, and he tells them maybe try some voodoo. <sighs> and Thackeray's just got to got to smile it off. Yeah, and later when the kids say certain things to him, yeah, and then he re- he reflects it back. You're like, you ain't got a clue what yeah, he's been through and what he has to be dignified against. Back in class, they've sawed off the corner of a leg of his desk. This has never happened to me. <laughs> Um, they won't sit in the seating plan until he asks twice. <laughs> sit down in your proper places. No. Sit down in your proper places. All right. <laughs> I true. think it's a certain way he comes across, though, his certain tone. Because I always knew, I mean, I would like to say, I, I pulled my hands up, I was a problem child. Um, but if if I knew that I was threatened by a teacher, I was like, oh, okay. I, I've overstepped the boundary. Pull it back a bit. Do you know what I mean? So there's always that little bit of um, fear, I guess as a child to an adult yeah. like a teacher. So when they lose their shit, you're like, okay, I think I'll push this too far. So, and you I'm, know, and you know where to go to that, that, that boundary. So, yeah, and I think they passed that boundary. That's why he, that's why they sat in order. Yep. Cause you see it again later. You see it again later with denim. Yep. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then he goes outside after his day. Oh, sorry. Ellie, go ahead. Um, I was just watching a lot of this and I, I was thinking that the kids, these terrible, terrible kids in this terrible, terrible school are better than most of the kids nowadays in terms of their their behaviour. I don't know if you... Well, it's Hollywood. It's also Hollywood. I mean, geez. But, it's like, but also when he has these big, like, scary, respectful teaching moments and you're like, oh, yeah, he's doing a great job. Like, literally, he just said, like, sit down. Like, that would not that's why i said now. i'd love it I'm just gonna repeat myself once and you all said okay great here we go um it's, it's a movie that's got to fit a narrative i mean you know yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's never just one ring i mean it's, it's but it fills into the trope of classroom movies I if you reach the one kid you reach them all exactly and yeah. that's what it is isn't it and it is, it's that i mean um i have the pleasure of teaching some some wonderful students uh are there some that you're like i would mind if i didn't have you again next year absolutely <laughs> there is and over some that you're like i feel uh privileged just to be a footnote in this human being's journey of life yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. of course you have that massively and we'll talk about it a little bit more so when we get to the end and again you know as a teacher you're not going to reach everybody you try to you try and you have you to know as long as you can go home at the end of the day look yourself in the mirror and say i gave it my best yeah i gave it my best then you have to learn how to human beings are free will but no matter how many times you i mean i'm probably pressing too much here but no matter how many times you try with the student there must be some that you just go they're a lost cause never say no i never go lost cause no. i never go lost cause but you have to go at the end of the day we have them for six hours maybe eight hours yeah. and we do our best in those six to eight hours and we hope that what we do can measure up the other 16 hours as well as the weekends and the holidays and things like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, we, we give it everything that we have and at the end of the day when they walk out then they're adults and all we can do is say that we tried everything that we could to 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 help to be a positive impact do you know what's a testament to you because i've been out with you before and yep. you've seen ex-students yep. and you've said they've been problem kids right and then the the respect they give you after school is immense yeah it's, it's amazing sometimes i see you outside and they go even if they're they're troublemakers in the classroom yeah. they still respect you yeah Does, don't they yeah 
They do, but you I, cool. I, mean, I don't know. I try. Uh, yeah. I mean, so the, and they so still you, call you sir. And they still call you sir. Yep, they so do. So there must be a, you must be doing something right. I, t- I taught them how to say it on the register. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll witness this firsthand, and that's that's good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's nice, and that's part of the legacy. I think we'll come around a little bit more accurately when we get towards the end of the film. But yeah, for those sort of reflective moments, um, who's the kid who's kicking the can literally down the street? Uh, sorry. sorry? Seals, I think. Seals, Seals. that's it. Yeah, Seals yeah, yeah. is literally kicking a can. <laughs> I was like, he's literally, I've never seen this, literally kicking a can. Um, kicking a can all over the this place. This is another storyline I thought was under, <laughs> was, was, was underdeveloped. He yeah. said he hates his dad. Yes. Because of what he did to his mom. Yeah. But he married her anyway. And I'm like, oh, there's all sorts of subtext here. Um, like, it, it could be really, really dark. You, I mean, if you want the storyline, but there was supposed to be a rape. Yeah. That, that there could be that, that yeah. uh, but it disappears it completely disappears but again was it the hollywood that said i have know? no idea but like it's left there and you can see that that um i think it's the first sign that thackeray gets of how difficult the home lives are for these kids yeah. but this one gets left like completely like like over there like it never gets resolved no nope. it just sits there in the corner and don't think about it too much and i'm like it's all i can think about in some places and later on when something else happens all i then think about is how can this kid be happy? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because he is happy later on, and you're like, what? The movie needs him to be. Well, yeah. Uh, he, go, he goes home. He's thinking about his life. He's ironing, and he's reading a book called, like, Teaching and the Slow Learner. And I'm like, well, bless him. He's trying. I remember my first year going, is there a book? What can I do to sort of figure this out? Because you've got to find your feet. Yeah, and, and uh, the, the thing you kind of learn, I think, is that everybody's – there's certain key principles and key elements and testaments that we have to sort of all believe in and adhere to. Mm-hmm. And then there's, all, there's a certain amount of personal kind of um, – teaching is a bit of an art form. And so it's about, you know, what works for me might not work well for the person next door to me. Do you know what I love about oh, – I'm picking you up to here. Uh, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't do this anymore. <laughs> do you know, I've – me, I've witnessed firsthand you helping me with shows. Okay. You know, and you're very good at, right, try this. It doesn't work. And, I, and you've seen me get frustrated. I have. You've seen me lose my shit. I have. And uh, you don't give up. You just go, well, that didn't work. We'll try this. We'll try this. Uh. T- testament <laughs> to you, dude, because I am one of the worst people to try and teach something. We should do teaching movies every week. This is great. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I started saying, Dead, I was like, Dead Poet Society <laughs> and Coach Carter for next two weeks. There we go. <laughs> no, but I understand, I understand your students, whether you are. I mean, again, I see it from both sides. Yeah. So it, it's nice. Well, thank you very much. It's very kind of you to say that. No worries. Um, the next day, um, Pam like pushes her books off this. I thought it was Pam. No, it's not Pam. It's it, someone else. It is Pam with a noisy desk. Oh, and she no. says, "You're not my bleeming father." No, 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 no. She didn't push the books. Pam pushed. Pam the pushes books. the books, and, and then, then we have the, a situation of a noisy desk. Yeah, Those are two yeah, yeah. different things. Okay. And again, she, Pam is pushing the boundaries, isn't she? She's, oh, they're all they're all, they're all trying the ways that they do things. Because yeah, again, yeah, it's yeah. not just one. Although no. this film will tell you, like, most of them are easy. It's just that last one you have to really win <laughs> yeah. um, And he's not winning the class over. It's truly just, and they're turning on him, and they're, one starts doing it, and the other one starts grandstanding. Oh, no, poor you. Yeah. And it's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, we get to another day. Thackeray. It's, I mean, Thackeray needs to show up earlier to class. He does. He's they're the- all there. He's, they almost drop a water balloon or something on his head. Yeah. And then he go, I'm looking around, going, "Who did that?" Just an empty window. Like if you showed up on time, man, like this wouldn't happen. 
And you wouldn't just go into class after that, like nothing has happened. Well, he goes in, and there's a fire because I guess. But I mean, this is old school, right? You'd yeah. have a, you'd have a furnace in the room, I suppose. Uh, to I never had one of them. Yeah, I never had one of them. <laughs> but I guess to keep it warm in the winter and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And had radiators. I guess. There is something in the stove, and he makes all the male students leave. He makes all the female students stay, and gives them a right yelling. Ellie, did you infer what this was? I thought it was a cigarette, but now I feel like it's not. It's not because he made all all the boys leave, didn't he? Yeah. And he called them sluts. It was a sanitary napkin. Yeah. 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 The book tells us it's a sanitary napkin. They don't officially say it, but it's almost the stench and and he calls them sluttish. Yeah. And I'm like, this has not. Isn't it? What he wants them to be is he wants them to be respectful women and the language of a time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, is letting right. him down in hindsight for us looking yeah, back at it. Yeah. Time, yeah. Uh, I don't think he's um, I don't th- I think he's just telling them to be I don't think he's being degrading towards them he just wants them to be more respectful for themselves like, yeah, he's he's basically trying to teach them about about self respect, but the language of the time that would have made it into a script gets in the way of that message for us today. Yes, yes, today it's yeah, really yeah. difficult to watch. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that'd be like what? That'd be like um, forty, fifty, fifty odd years ago now, wouldn't it? When you think about it, yeah. And language does change. I mean, look, like lit. <laughs> I had no <laughs> idea that was a a thing, a good thing. I have no idea. You know, I think you're gonna have a hard time rescuing sluttish to lit. Well, but. no, I know, but I'm just saying language changes, and I don't. It does, and the, the things that we uh, deem being uh, acceptable to say to young men or young women, but there was a lot of language. I mean, there's a bit of a theme where I think he talks. He does talk about sexual promiscuity later on, mm-hmm. but there's yeah. va- there are values of the '60s yeah, yeah. that when you watch it today, we go, Ooh, "That's different." But again, it was values of the 60s. The yeah, past yeah, is a different yeah. country. We don't live there. And this is not like a film being set back in the 60s. It's during the time Shot of in the 60s. Shot in the 60s of the 60s, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At a time when things are changing. And there, there is some discussion about how things are changing in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was the first part where I went, ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bit rough. Same. <laughs> uh, Ellie, anything you want to say that we haven't touched on yet? I just really struggled with this scene. If I, I appreciate entirely that it's of its time and that's why it's in there, but I found it really, really hard to watch. Um, and there was a point where I was like, I don't know if I can carry on watching this film. Wow, it was that big of a deal. I, yeah. I don't say about to, to belittle. I'm just saying, no, no, no. I just didn't. I didn't imagine. See, for me, it was just, oh, I don't like that. But yeah. obviously, it, it sort of resonated some sort of an oppositional response where you almost turned on the film entirely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. It's just the use the use of that word in particular and the kind of the fact the fact as well that it's kind of your hero character a man in authority who we've clearly been told is the good guy yeah yeah Yeah. talking about all of them and saying even if you weren't the one who did it you're (laughs) it's a hard speech it's a speech that if it's if it's my call i would i would love uh, i would i would want to get i would want to get rid of it now yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. um without a shadow yeah um so Talked about that. Uh, he says, if you have to play these games, do them in your own home. And he storms into the staff room and says, these kids are the devil, are devils incarnate. And it's about the word, about the word kids tweaks with him. And he goes, hmm, kids. And I thought he was going to go from much more like your kids. You need to be loved and appreciated. And he went the other direction altogether. 
I remember when I first watched this, I thought he was going to say, kids, right, you want to be kids? I'll treat you like kids. Now this, but the, I went the opposite way. Of course, this is where the penny drops. Maybe yeah, if he's yeah. going to treat them like adults, maybe you got to go in the next day and apologize for the whole sluttish thing you just did. Yeah. Because uh, there's, there's a lesson in that, too. There's a lesson in... Do you know, I had a teacher. I won't name him because... No, please, yeah, please don't. But he was, he was a very... He, I was scared of this teacher, to be fair. Um, and he lost his shit with me one, one day. And um, he actually came to me afterwards a few days later and he said, look, and stopped me. And he said, I'm, I apologize for my behavior. He said, I'm going through some rough times at home through other things. He said, and I apologize for how I treated you because that was not right. And I was dumbfounded because yeah. I thought I deserved it. But he was like, no, I was out of order. No, I mean, adults make mistakes. And we that, we that, reflect. And obviously it opened my eyes. Obviously it stayed with him. And I, and yeah. you know, I, I, I had so much respect for that teacher from there on in. I never gave him any more hassle. Well, good on you. <laughs> well, you know. The aftermath, I mean, this is kind of a pre a pre goodwill hunting moment. He throws the books out. It is, it is a bit, yeah. I was sitting going, oh, maybe maybe goodwill hunting, maybe Peter Weir stole this. Because he throws the books out and says they're no longer kids but adults. We only got a few weeks left. And I can't imagine in the build up to exams going, throw your books away. I'm going to teach you about life after school, which for the most of these kids, I get it. I get why he's doing this. It makes me feel sad because I felt Pam's obviously intelligent and was capable of more. Oh, yeah, definitely. And she needed more than just life survival lessons. Yes, there's, there's room for that. While you, st- I mean, the secret is, I think, you try and, I mean, it's weird because he teaches them every subject, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. But I think the secret is you try and teach them these things as you teach them their Shakespeare, as you teach them their Dickens, as you teach them their geography, whatever it might be. You bring these life lessons into it. Yeah. As opposed to just, we're going to throw it all out and all we're doing, I, I, I get it for, for, like I said, I get it for most of them. I just feel bad for Pam. Yeah. I felt Pam was clearly, um, could have had a career of the varying types, even in the, in the late 60s. But of that time, I don't think she, a lot of these kids were never going to have a career. No, a lot of them were, but Pam, but I think Pam, Pam could have. could have, yeah. yeah definitely. I think I, Pam's actually quite clever. Yeah. Yeah. Canadian quite. Um, quite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he says they're no longer you know our kids but adults we're gonna be reasonable with each other we're gonna call each you're gonna call me sir penny drops there for a minute uh you're gonna call the young ladies miss you're gonna call the gentlemen by their surnames um yeah i don't think i call anybody miss but i think for the most part this is kind of where i sit yeah i'll call i'll call the students by their surnames generally I think you uh, just do, don't you? I make them call me by my surname. Uh, sometimes I call them Mister. Sometimes I, I call them Ms. Sometimes uh, I don't. Uh, but sometimes they call me by my surname. Sometimes they call me Mister surname. Yeah. Uh, sometimes just Sir. You know. So I think it's a respect thing, though. I still see a teacher out today who's actually friends with the stuff we do in in the amateur world, yep. and I still to this day call him Sir. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he's the teacher I, I pushed the chairs off the table with. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there was this guy who was uh, my uh, teacher when I was in, uh, we used to call it OAC in Canada. Uh, it was kind of like sixth form, I guess I'd, I'd call it. And he's about, I don't know, about 10 years older than me, 10, 10, 12 years older than me. Yeah. And um, as I later went on to be, decided I wanted to be a teacher myself, he kind of became a bit of a mentor and would sort of okay. uh, whatever. And I had to but it wasn't until, I mean, I remember I, he said, I need some help with volunteering this, this student thing we're doing at the school overnight. He said, yeah. can you help? Because we were all safeguard checked and all that stuff to do to the course we were in. I was like, yeah, no worries, no worries. 
And even still, I would call him sir or just wait for eye contact before I would speak. I could not call him by his first name. It took me a long time to get there. I still don't. And call, that, that was so, me as a man of thirty years of age. Well, I'm I'm, I'm forty one now. I mean, yeah, I know, right? Wow, <laughs> I can't believe you said that live on air. Wow, jeez, have you, have you aged fifteen years since last week? Oh, I, I swore you said you were twenty five last time. I, I, I am twenty eight, yeah. twenty five. <laughs> um, but even now, I still do not call him by his first name. I still call him sir. Yeah. Um. Pamela comes in late and starts bleating off at the mouth. And he says, there, he says, there are two ways to enter a room, like a lady with dignity or like a brat. Now, you know, uh, obviously it's gendered. And I think because back in the day it was gendered. Here's how a man acts or a woman acts. I think for both of them, the message would still be you come in with decorum. Yeah. And we would probably like, but now the more of a gender neutral language and go, there's two ways that a person enters a room. But still, I don't mind the overall statement. Do you know what I love about this scene, though? What? You know how the class is normally a rabble of noise? Yep. Right? She enters in expecting a rabble of noise. And no There's one buys no into noise. it. Yeah. She sits down, and then when he says what he says to her, she looks around the room for, like, reassurance. And no one's got and her back. No one's. Yeah. And that's when she gets up, and then comes back in again. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. Yes. <laughs> oh, I fell in love with her. Then. He insists that he's to be called Sir. The young ladies is Miss. Again, the boys with their surnames. And then, uh, Ali, I'm very curious your point here. I've got the quote down. No man likes a slut for long. Only the worst type of man will marry them. <laughs> now, to be yeah. fair, to be fair, there's an effigy of someone hanging on the banister there that is. he just pulls down moments yeah, later. Yeah. So, like, like lynching and effigies <laughs> about lynching, like. Oh my God! And that would have spread over to England, wouldn't it? Wouldn't, yeah, I mean, you'd have known about these. It is things. much more of a North American thing, but having some sort of effigy of it here in the UK, it's not like I was like, ah, it's just an American. No, no, it's, it's no, a no, huge deal. It was a huge now deal. that being said, I want to revert back to my original question, which was about this line to Ellie. Well, yeah, it, obviously this was problematic for me as well. Um, and then I wasn't. Yeah, I, wasn't, you know, <laughs> oh, I didn't mind this one. <laughs> but it was like. He's he's again calling the women sluts in front of the men as well, um, or the the boys. I guess, yeah, I guess they're I guess they're men now. He's he's treating them as, as adults. Let's say men. And then he says, "Men, I've seen garbage collectors who are cleaner." Yeah. And it's like, so is this the comparison? Like women are sluts and men just get compared to bin men. Like again, I think it's the terminology of the time. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. You're not wrong. You know, you're not wrong. We're just sort of talking about as we first watch in 2021. Yeah, yeah how yeah, it yeah. hits. I, I get, I do a negotiated reading with it and I go, all right, I don't like that, but I see where they're going. Same. I don't like it. I mean, the preferred reading would be if someone went, yeah, <laughs> women, you know, it, it would be horrible. <laughs> it's like, finally, someone telling it like it is. Like, you don't want that. Okay. But there is, there's three possible readings. Yeah, That's yeah. number one. Someone yeah. going, some, you know, you might anticipate an older audience might look at that and go, too right. Yeah. Too right. There's us who I think are doing a bit of a negotiated reading going, don't like that. But I, I know what, what's going on, yada, yada, yada. you're in that middle era of yeah. people of remembering the older times and uh, the older generation that would have used terms and analogies of that thing, yet the younger generation, like Ellie's generation, who has well, no... Maybe. I, mean, I, 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 I wouldn't put it solely on age, but you're not wrong. But there are, but the terminology. I think we're of a generation where we had to have our parents saying some truly problematic things and going, yeah. and going uh, I... 
No. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm still in that generation. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I think, I think there's another generation maybe below where, yeah, where, yeah. where it's more like your grandparents and you're like, oh, yeah. it's it's a crazy, you know, <laughs> inappropriate grandparent. We're yeah. like, yeah, it was kind of at bits of times a bit more parental in my era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and whereas Ellie's doing the oppositional reading, which is which is I'm not I'm not judging her at all for no, it, but going, no, no, not at all. I'm really having a hard time watching this because I'm seeing these things. Yeah. Okay. I, I wanted to give you a chance if you had anything else you wanted to say there. No, I think that's a good summary. There we go. I'm not bad at this thing, am I? Uh, yes, we so there we go. Um, there we go. Um, and so, so the kids ask, what are we going to talk about? And he goes, I don't know, life, survival, love, sex, rebellion, whatever you want. And I'm just going, all right, I guess this was like, it feels like this would be good for like an hour. And that's it. Like yeah. six hours a day, every day. It feels a bit. Yeah, it does. Like, it. talk about no lesson planning. <laughs> just walk in and go, what do you want to talk about today? You'd love this. You'd love this. Hey, we get rid of the planning I've got to do. Yeah. 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 Um, You're very good at doing ad hoc though, aren't you? Thinking uh, on, you're thinking on your feet. I think, yeah, I think at times, I think it's what he's doing here at moments is that, you know, the classroom gives you a moment where you're going, this isn't exactly what's in my lesson plan, yeah. but this is actually a much more important life lesson that we should actually talk about. So when, so when, I, when I'm teaching, I've had it happen before where, you know, I'm talking about, um, I teach James Bond Skyfall, for instance, yeah, yeah. and a student would go, yeah, I like it when, you know, he kind of gets in the shower with the girl and she, you know, it's, it's really romantic. I'm like, is it? Because she, she doesn't know he's there. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, consent is important, guys. <laughs> and so we go off on a little thing about consent, what consent is and what consent isn't, because that's important. And they, they, they need to know this much yeah, more yeah. than they know about the cinematography in Skyfall. Yeah, they need yeah. to know what consent is. <laughs> Absolutely. And if some of them are still a little bit shaky on that, I can give up 15 minutes of my lesson to make sure they walk out knowing what consent means. True. And I'm totally, I'm totally okay with that. But also, well you, you, look at, um, you. you look at lessons today you're very specialized in what you do. Yes, I am. Where, well, yeah, you are. Like, yes, I am. Students move around the school to different lessons. Yep. Here, as a parent, they don't. Very, okay, yeah, I hear. You know, so he's got more scope to do. To, and back then, you know, you had like, um, I think like lessons you wouldn't have today, like mechanics and stuff sure. like that. And, yeah, what does, what does the deputy head say? She has them for domestic Oh, domestic science, I think or she called it. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which I think just means like home ec. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I teach the girls how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. And so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had home economics in ours, and it was it was a big deal when they started making, I remember, uh, oh, how old I have been? About 12, 13. And it was not that long before I got there, but it was just the girls did home ec and the boys did shop. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? And they, they switched it. And we were probably about three, four years into it, I think. Oh, I love time economics. Really? Yeah. I, I couldn't sew a machine to save my life. Uh, the cooking was all right. You didn't get to do it enough, could, though. Yeah, the cooking. It was like for every like eight weeks of like sewing, you got like one week of cooking. I'm like, this is not worth it. I just like the cooking side of things. I was used to that it, but I'd like the cooking side of things. I wasn't any better at shop. I was afraid of welding. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. You you surprised me. (laughs) Oh, I have like no, I have no like manual, like power tools. Nah, I'm a a DIY disaster. No hand and eye coordination. I'm I'm, I'm poor with spatial reasoning for one. And I'm very, um, (laughs) 
Like, I've got, thank you. I've got, I've got, I've got good rhythm. I bring this up for a later point, but I've got no coordination. Yeah. And so when like I'm dancing, like I know I'm, I'm off beat because I know where the beat should be, yeah. but I don't have the coordination to make my body do what it's supposed to. I'm, I'm thinking about it way too much. Way like, too much. yeah, it's like you should feel a groove and just, and the worst part is I remember, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm in this gym class. Do you know what I was quite good with gym? Despite the fact I wasn't your traditional kind of like mannish guy, like sports I was good at. Yeah, yeah. But they made us do aerobics for like a week. <laughs> and so I think it was this, uh, this woman who was just, she was fresh out of teacher's college. And I think she kind of like had dreams of being like an aerobic instructor on the side or something like okay. that. It's not the one who I yelled at for <laughs> doing yeah, yeah, what's yeah. supposed to happen. But she got up there and we were doing, I think we were doing like walking on broken glass by Annie Lennox. Or yeah, something. Yeah. She had a whole playlist. Oh, <laughs> that's what we would have called it back then. A mixtape. A mixtape mix then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking on broken glass. glass. And I'm trying to, and right now I can do it quite, quite easily. But it's almost like which arm goes with which hand. And I'm at the back because I'm hiding because you guys have done shows with me. I'm hiding at the back because yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. be seen messing up the choreo. And I'm doing it. And all of a sudden she goes, that's it, Ian. You're getting it. And everybody looks at me and I like basically fall over. <laughs> because I can do it while I'm thinking about it and no one's giving me any extra stimuli whatsoever. <laughs> oh, I was so bad. <laughs> um, where are we at here? We're at, oh, speak. It's quite a nice segue actually because we're going to the dance off. We are. So um, I've got it's working because Lulu, because Denim tries to basically just say, hey, babe, come over here and dance for me. Yeah, he, he commands this classroom so, you know, yeah. he can get any woman So he's wants. trying to do this and she goes, no, haven't you heard? It's Miss Peg and he won't do it. And it's interesting to get another girl and they won't do it either. So, well, who wants to dance with you anyway? And yeah, he goes, goes up to Pam first, doesn't he? Yeah, Pam and she says, and she won't do it and then no, she, and Lulu okay. won't do it and then yeah. that's it. He's done. If you want to dance with me, you bleeding well ass proper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well done, Ellie. And, you know, there's only two main female characters so after that he's done. <laughs> I don't want to dance. One of the ones who don't get dialogue. <laughs> Not doing that. Um, Denim just thinks they're all tarts, and uh, he's decided. He's like, "Oh, we can ask him anything, can we?" And it's clear he's coming with a pointed question for Mister uh, Thackeray. Thackeray. I do love how Potts though then says, "Miss." Yeah, and he Miss gets Peg. her. Yeah, yeah. And he's like yeah. the the under. He was like, I know I called him Kaniki, but in many ways, Potter is like Kaniki. He, he's yeah. the sidekick. He's yeah, the number yeah, yeah. two. He's a sergeant at arms. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I have a fun fact about Pot- Potter, which right. I don't know if this will mean anything to Liam. It definitely won't mean anything to, to Ian. Oh, okay, but when I was go. doing the age game and looking up these different characters, I realized that this guy um, is a longstanding star in Emmerdale, which is a British soap opera. Know, oh my I, God, I, I he know, is. I know of Emmerdale. So there we go. Is he really? <laughs> he plays Eric Pollard in Emmerdale. Like he's been in it for like decades. I, um, wow. And is, I used to watch it as a kid and I didn't recognize him until I did the age game. I was like, oh my God, it is him. Isn't Emmerdale like halfway between like uh, East Enders? And Hollyoaks. It's somewhere between those two, as far as like it's more of like a oh, in terms of popularity. Well, no, it's kind of like it's kind of young. Like it's kind of young, but it's not Hollyoaks young. It's not young. Not young. It's set, okay. it's set in it's the set Yorkshire Dale. Yeah, it's a farm thing. You know? oh, okay, so I'm completely off. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to our 45 percent who are American. Yeah. <laughs> the bigger mistakes. You know, I think twenty percent of our audience is British. And I'm talking about Emmerdale and EastEnders and all that. Stuff. Yeah, you're right. So he's 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 a, he's a, he's on a British soap. Yeah, or was for many many years. I, I looked at I him. I think he still is. There we go. I looked at him and I thought he does look familiar for some reason. But yeah, 
Now Eddie's just pointed out. So Denim goes ahead after lunch and starts talking about black topless women that he's probably seen in National Geographic or something like yep. that. Yep. And talks about, is that appropriate? Is that, you know, is that polite? Is that how a lady represents herself? And he says, according to their customs, where they are, absolutely it is. And again, he's prodding and poking. and he Oh, he's, to, he's tra- trying to get a reaction, isn't he? A, he's trying to be racist. Yeah. And B, he's trying to trap him. And he's trying yeah, to do yeah, both yeah. of those things simultaneously. But okay, you got to love this when you're like, I'm going to art, I'm going to outsmart the teacher. Yeah, and like you better wake up pretty early in yeah, the morning yeah. and have done your research to go ahead and do it's that. It's a bit like somebody sitting in an audience with a comedian, isn't it? And oh, they, and, they and, and daring to heckle because yeah. like this guy's trained on how to take you down. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm like, you might have spent hours preparing this. I guarantee you don't got anything for the comeback I'm about to give you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, and you know, any good teacher worth their salt's got a couple in the bag that oh, are and not on, on insults, but ways to make them look foolish on everybody so they don't dare to do it again in an intelligent way. In an intelligent way. Yeah. yeah. And so, because um, this guy's, his only purpose right now is he's disrupting the class. Yeah. That's all he's doing here. Yeah. Uh, and he's trying to win back the power because the, his his peers are starting to be affected mm-hmm. by Mr. Thackeray. Uh, and he says, well, what do you, he says, oh, he, Thackeray asks the kids, what do you mean about rebellion? You know, what do you know? Or the kids go, what do you mean about rebellion? He goes, well, look at you. I mean, you know, your, your, your hairstyles are rebellion. Your fashion's a rebellion. Um, you know, even the Beatles, they're rebellious. Which it was really interesting to see a film from 1967 talk about the Beatles I'm yeah. like, as, a, as like a modern thing. Yeah. Obviously, for my whole life, it's always been this thing that had happened. Happ- yeah, yeah, and this yeah. is the Beatles are still an active band in 1967. Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and so it says, so what do you think we can change the world? It says, it's your responsibility to change the world. Wasn't Sergeant Pepper 67? Uh, I, you would know better than I would on that. So I'm going to yield to your oh, knowledge. It I, sounds right. I feel it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he goes, uh, it's your responsibility to change the world, but nonviolently. Yeah. Like, like, like the Beatles. Yeah. I said, but don't do it as a mob. Do it individually. So I wonder what Mr. Thackeray would think about Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and the movement of social and cancel culture and things of that nature. Jesus, yeah. um, and so he asks uh oh he wants the kids to go to the museum and see about you know fashion and see how basically what you're doing is not anything new actually no. you're doing what everyone else years is. ago two thousand yeah. years ago like we, like we said about the, the bat chat and all but like how all these things are like you know not I new he, i love how he says about the fashion as well he goes this is the 1920s yeah you're dressed up in 1920s yeah. your hairstyles from 200 years ago yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he wants to take him to the museum. He asked Jillian to go with him and he barely gets the words. Would you like to, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. We should do this. And we should, and we should have dinner. (laughs) But she's not interested in that. Oh, don't. Yeah. (laughs) Is that Susie Kendall? I don't know. I didn't get her uh, name down. So Jillian we're looking for. Yeah. That kind of goes in my brain somewhere. So the next day he walks in, he goes, what do you want to learn about today? I love this lack of lesson planning. They want to know about marriage and a really pertinent question. A really pertinent question, because these kids are about, what, 16, probably? Yeah, about that. They're probably, five. this generation of time, five to eight years away. I mean, 24 would be a pretty good age to be, pretty late in the game to be getting married at that, that time, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. I thought You're I was, probably thinking like 20 to 22, 23 they're getting married at? Yeah. So they're probably a handful of years away, and yet no one's ever talked to them about it, which at this time well, is- lots would, lots would get married straight away, I Yeah. Think. So, you know, a lot by 18 and things like that. So, and yeah. the fact that he addresses the fact that he's never been married. Yeah, he says, I've never been married. And they go, why have you been married? I started late. And this is where, again, I think they're trying to shine a light to go, well, it's going to be, what's her name, isn't it? Yeah. What is her name? Jillian. Jillian. It's going to be, G- Guinevere. It's going to be <laughs> Jillian, isn't it? I like, I and, like Jillian. And no, apparently, apparently do, we, do we have a name on the uh, actress? Yeah, it's Susie Kendall. Oh, there oh, you go. Susie Kendall. I knew it. Um, and he shares his backstory. And I appreciate that he's honest. 
He's yeah. honest with the kids. Uh, in the staff room, it looks like payday, and it yeah. is. In the so, little, in little paper, so, paper, remember, paper things. I'm trying to remember the last packets. time I received an actual paycheck. Probably 1999, 2000, yeah, 2001. Late, yeah, 90s, I, I still remember getting them. Yeah, I was getting full checks that I had to go to. On Friday, they had to let us. I remember I was working this factory job. And on Friday, we worked 9 to 5 or 8 to 5, 8 to 5 every day except for Friday. Friday, we got off at 4 because you had to give us the hour to get to the bank before it closed to put the, to put the checks in. Oh, okay. I don't remember having checks. I remember having literally money. Oh, in, really? In I've envelopes. never been paid in cash. No, really? no, no, no. Oh, I, I always was. No. <laughs> I mean, you can get paid in cash now, but it's the thing that Homeland Re- you know, Re- Revenue would probably oh, wish no, you. No. Well, I haven't done Her for Majesty's years. Her Majesty's Revenue or whatever. I haven't, I haven't done for years, but I'm just saying, back then, I can remember getting brown envelopes and that had... Um, Never had cash in mine. The writing was on, like, the front was like a print. Because how do you claim that you weren't shortchanged? I take 20 pounds, give it to my mate, go up to them and say, hey, I'm 20 pounds short. How do you prove I'm not? I don't think people thought that far ahead. <laughs> it was a more honest time. But it was it would be all written on the front of the pay packet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but they could get it wrong. So what happens if they make an, an adding mistake? <laughs> check, it's right there. <laughs> I, don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Ellie, have you ever been paid with a check? That wasn't just like 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 a one-off, like bespoke, but like from an actual like re- re- recurring thing. No. No? Okay, there we go. See? Crazy. No. So you had checks and I had cash. There we go. Now no, it's all. Have changed. Now like payday. It's just I just go. My phone, my phone goes bleep. I go. I got paid. Yeah, yeah. My colleagues yeah. go. Hasn't hit mine yet. I go. I got mine. I don't get as excited about that as I used to about getting a packet. physical check. Yeah, yeah. With, with physical money in it. Well, money. Yeah, absolutely cash. There's something about that because <laughs> for a few days you're like I got more money than I know what to do with. When I was working at the factory, it was like we got paid every two weeks. Over yeah. here, it's once a month. So if you're in North America, the norm in England is you get paid once a month, <laughs> which is in I would have been so broke yeah. that's like a 20 something unless it's a february month <laughs> because yeah because in canada you get paid every two weeks oh okay maybe even weekly if you're really lucky but most places every two weeks yeah. so you go ahead and for the first week you're spending money like you are the king like you are you know what you are you are julia roberts with richard gears credit card and pretty you woman are. you're going <laughs> to every shop drive. going i got money i got money yeah. and the second week you are like julia roberts at the start of the film you got no money <laughs> <laughs> you're like climbing out the window eating spaghettios and it was feast and famine is exactly you, what it was go in on the second week <laughs> 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 for, they get paid in cash for, for, for 20 bucks baby i'll show you where it is um and so you know um there was that and the best months were the months where you got three paychecks in a month oh wow. so like the first the 15th the 29th yeah, yeah rent only has to come out of one of those checks it does yeah so the other so you have like a bonus check that was like all money that was that was not rent all money that wasn't rent wow and so generally you just went "Ah," nuts with it you know (laughs) most of my colleagues you know i worked in a small town so it was i didn't drink at the time so i wasn't going to the bar so i just had every like every cd i ever wanted every movie i ever wanted i had like fancy guitars jerseys i went ahead and basically went was all the stuff i wanted in high school that i couldn't afford yeah now i'm buying it all Wow. wasn't a big of a car guy so as long as I had a car that ran that was fine yeah look back now at how much money i spent in my 20s and went what was i thinking <laughs> I, all, I didn't ask any debt or anything like that but i was dude, just like we, we, always, we all we all do we all, did we all do yeah. alex from main street finance is going not me <laughs> <laughs> fair enough alex is if you don't oh, actually my, alex, thank you. Alex, pardon me so am I, thank there you. we go so but alex from main street finance it sits there and goes oh not just budgeting but investing 
and what you could do with that. I had a really good, actually, to be honest with you, I had a really good pension plan until I moved overseas. Did you? I did. And then I took some of the, I took the money out. I know, Alex, I'm sorry. I took the money out to help, like, because <laughs> it cost us, like, like $5,000 to ship our dog across the ocean. Wow. Oh, it was huge. It was huge money. Huge money. So that's what, three and a half thousand pounds? pounds? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was a lot of money to ship our dog over here. So that was a big expenditure and kind of, you know, so I kind of went, I guess I'll, yeah, I can take care of us. This is what can happen. I've got this available. Uh, I've still got my, my national pension coming down the line from that. But yeah, thankfully, mm. teachers teachers and pension plans, we're okay. We're okay, I think. But yeah, you that's are. why you come here is for financial uh, advice. But if you do want financial <laughs> advice, uh, Alex from Main Street Finance, an absolute must listen. Must. Must listen. I tend to listen to the ones that are uh, appropriate for like, no matter what country you live in. Yeah. But a fair number of them are about specific American stuff as well. So it's a little bit of, oh, a, okay. of a dive in, dive out. Uh, where were we? <laughs> Um, uh, they were talking about marriage. Oh, hang on. Marriage. No, it was payday. <laughs> That's what it was. That's right. They're in stuff. Yeah. Uh, Weston doesn't like the fact that one of the kids says, Miss Peg wants to know if we can have the netball. He goes, what? And he goes, I can real issue, but like what you're, you're like, um, you're teaching them manners. Yeah. You're like, uh, oh, what's what I'm looking for. You're civilizing the natives kind of is what he's sort of suggesting yeah, yeah, yeah. here. And, um, Thackeray's trip, we find that has been approved after being told there's no chance. Yeah. Nope. Now it's good. All, anything happen in the middle nope nope it's just going ahead yeah and we go to the museum trip and there's a point oh, of view shot across montage. the class as they all sort of smile at him and we see all the smiling faces and then denim of course is just like not interested reading something else not interested in this yeah, leg up <laughs> and uh he even goes i thought i was in the wrong class for a while and it's great when you put a lot of work into a class and they're really difficult and you get them I'm not being funny though, right? It's not hard to get them when you're going to get them out of school. You're going to go on any field trip we had. I was the best kid. You yeah, could come but across. here's the difference though: is that they're not just happy; they're controlled. Oh, okay, they're not because they're like, ah, we're going on a trip. Ah, you know what I mean? Like oh, they're okay. all just really like, just, <laughs> like they're, what now? Yeah, <laughs> they're just staring at him. I, like, I wish the audience could just, see this. They're staring at him with like admiration. They are. They are. Yeah. They are. Now, I'm, <laughs> it's very rarely I've walked into a class and you just get. Like the like the sun the, the sun shines from behind you. It's yeah. the, I think that's a bit idealized. I think just a touch. That's funny. Because I was in the wrong class for all. Everybody giggles, and then we have the still photo montage, which is a lovely thing it's with them nice. at the museum interacting. Well, I say interacting, um, having their photographs taken with the yep. the statues and different things. It's fun. They don't lose who they are. They're still they're still them. It's very Ferris Bueller, but before Ferris Bueller. So we say, Ali, I didn't care for it. For what the montage? Yeah. Wasn't the actual first choice. Was it no? They couldn't get permission to shoot video. Uh, but they were told, take all the still photographs you want. Oh, I okay. figured it would be something like that. Yeah. But I, I, I think it's a nice, actually, I really appreciate it I as a nice this. visual break. Yeah. Yeah. And they look like they genuinely had good fun. I would, This is much better than a montage of them just like, you know, having moments in video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, like yeah. some silly scene. Like it was just the idea of, look at all the stuff they got to experience. You can see that they've walked home with something that they'll talk about. Maybe for the rest of their lives. Some of these kids are going to go work in the market. They're going to go ahead and work in a factory. They'll always remember the day they went to the museum and saw something from before they were born. Something they never realized existed. Yeah, do you know what I loved about this scene, though, right? It was snapshots of that day. Yeah. And you can imagine getting them photos out and talking about it as we, the audience, are watching it. Yeah, that's fair. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. And Ellie's heart is cold and frozen. Yeah. <laughs> let go. it go. Let it go. Uh, I like a museum. You like a museum? I do, yeah. Yeah. Ellie? Yeah. You don't. That's what it is. Yeah. You just like museums. 
I also love In Britain, a, you can uh, go into a bunch of them for free. Yeah, you can. It's great. Oh, I, In Canada, they would charge you through the nose I for that. Love, I love history. museums here. Museum of Natural History, you can walk right in. The British National Museum, you can walk right in. Yeah. I'd love to go to the table. We went somewhere. We were going to see a show. You might not have been with us, but I know we went to see a show, and we just walked right into the museum and just walked around. I think it was the Museum of Natural History or the British National... It was one of them. Oh, I think it's National History. I've done a school trip to the British National Museum as well, where it was free. You just just, just, just walk in. The, yeah. only, the only thing that cost the kids was, was the bus. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't get like a deal, because we were school. You can just walk in, because that's your tax money that pays for these things. Mm-hmm. So, in Canada, in Canada, that's your tax money as well, but they still hit you twice. <laughs> There's well, some museums I'm sure you have to pay for, but a I, large number of them you don't. I like the fact that Lynn Museum is free to, to locals at a certain time as well. It? It's like uh, if you live in Ely, you can go to the cathedral for free if you're a local. Oh, nice. But if you're, that, that, it used to be free for everybody, and yeah, they yeah, went, yeah. this costs a lot of money to upkeep. But if you live, because you're already paying like local tax in some capacity, mm-hmm. you can get a little residence card. That's nice. So for a few years, even after I moved, I was able to go ahead and, and go ahead and see the Ely Cathedral. But now, uh, I would pay money. It's, it's well worth it. Oh, yeah. That's oh, great cathedral. Ely Cathedral? Jeez. If anybody's out there who wants to know what Ely Cathedral looked like, it's on the Division Bell by Pink Floyd. Yep, yep. It's on the front, and some versions on Google. In some, <laughs> on in Google. some old versions of uh, of the Eight Wonders of the World, there are some lists that include Ely Cathedral on it. Really? Yeah. Yep. Wow. So it's 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 an astonishing E L Y. If you want to Google this, E L Y Ely. It looks yeah. like it should be like it should be Ellie, but it's not. It's Ely. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And it all becomes about because of the eels. Yes, there's lots of eels. Yeah. They have like a festival. I didn't know. Yeah. There's always, oh, I was trying to do an Ely sort of like, go, go, visit Ely podcast. <laughs> it really is great. How do we get from Tiso with love to Ely? Have, we've been all over the place, but that's okay. That's it's cool. not a very long movie. We've we got, we got time for a little bit of banter. Oh, We're all right. That's cool. That's cool. So um, on the way home from the museum, um, the ever teacher, Jillian, tells us that Pam has a crush on Thackeray. And oh, she on goes, yeah. she's a woman in every sense of the word, which felt like she was sort of yeah, suggesting that she's sexually promiscuous. Yes. Yeah. That's what it gave across. Yeah. Didn't it? yeah. Watch out for her. Yeah. She's that word you used in those two other scenes, Mr. <laughs> Thackeray. <laughs> and um, then she says, not that I blame her. Not that I blame her. It seems like everybody's got in this movie, even the little old ladies at the start have the hots for Mr. Thackeray and yeah. he's not acting on any of it. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. Um, and then uh, another day and Pam just, just on cue, we bookend this scene with everybody's leaving the next day and Pam wants to clean his desk. Oh yeah. And, and he goes, I'm starry eyed. You don't need to do that. Oh, I'll do it every day. A woman's work is never fit, is never oh. done. And she's referring to herself as a woman. Yeah. And so all the sort of um, manifestations that word could therefore uh, apply to, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's just a little warning for us. The next morning, Thackeray catches a can to put someone. I don't know why the one kid just whips the can at Pam's head. That was bad editing, though, wasn't it? I don't know. I, yeah, was, I, was, I mean, it was 67. I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what was bad was the blood on his hand. Yeah. It's just like this yeah. like patch of red. <laughs> yeah. Like it would be like like a dark red line and it would be, but it's just like someone just said, here, I've, I've put just like a splotch on <laughs> your splotch, hand. Just yeah. hold it up. <laughs> so uh, he cuts it out. The blood is red, which is surprising to one of the kids. Again, some more casual racism. Yeah. Uh, and they yell at, oh, is it is it Skeels? What's, what's the young man's name? Seals. Seals. And they go, why do you always stand up for him anyway? Do you think you're like, No, I don't think I'm sir. I only wish I was. Oh, what a hard hitting line. And the is. idea of it, you know, he's speaking, especially because he hates his father. 
Yeah. And so what does he have here? He has a male role model in the class. Again, another like, thing, like, you know. Like himself. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. A, a, a male role model in the classroom. In this case, like himself, because he is, is the only the minority in the class. Minority in, in, in the, well, he's the only, uh, yes. yeah, he's yeah, usually yeah. a black student yeah, 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 yeah. of some black heritage in the, in the class. Because yeah, yeah. I, I think there's an East Asian student. That's right, yeah. A student whose surname is Wong, if I, if I recall correctly. I love her. You do? I oh, do. Okay. Because you only see it, she don't speak through the whole thing. No, she's, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But she's there. She's there. I mean, I would have liked to give her something to do, actually. Yeah, because yeah, you know? I was like, I didn't oh. even notice her until like, the very end. I noticed her in the register, and I was like, oh, okay. And then she did nothing until the very end. No, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. She's the gift giver of the group. <laughs> she is. Uh, but uh, I'd like to imagine there was a thing about who's going to give it and Wong. She's like, it's me. I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. This is my moment. <laughs> it was this big speech. And they sort of cut it. <laughs> cut it. <laughs> don't, don't got time for that. No. No. Um, and so Denim figures out that Pam fancies Thackeray. Um, and so Pam sort of, you know, and then Lulu starts swearing at him, but the train's going by. So uh, it, but you so know what she's mouthing. What was it? Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Yeah. And but son of a, yeah, it was nice. <laughs> it's funny. And then he's training them how to make a salad. He goes, you can have some cookery lessons. Yeah. Let's do a salad. Let's do a salad. Salad isn't cooking. Not just how he takes two <laughs> half parts of lettuce, throws in a bowl and says, the English version of salad. <laughs> Even if you throw some of your beloved mayonnaise in it. I'm like, he's, you people love mayonnaise in this country. You will put mayonnaise on anything. See, Not I, as much as the Germans. Okay, I I maybe. Don't, I don't like mayonnaise. I like salad cream. Which is basically adjacent to mayonnaise. Yeah, it is adjacent. Yeah. But like you guys love a chicken mayo, a egg mayo, a ham mayo. If you can put mayonnaise on something and put it between bread, you're on board for that. <laughs> you really will. <laughs> I do uh, like mayo. There we go. I don't eat a lot of mayonnaise. I think America, that's probably the difference between Americans and Canadians is we're probably, we're not nearly as much to eat mayonnaise. Yeah, I don't like mayonnaise. As, as they do. I uh, think the reason I like it is because I've had it with chip slots in Germany. And yeah. then I now have it with chips here rather than ketchup. Well, chips. I mean, chips are all right. I mean, I mean, I, chips go anything. Though. I think on sandwiches, I think the, 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 the British default is, sorry, the Canadian, the American default is mayonnaise. And the Canadian default, I think, is mustard. Mustard. I love a good mustard. Ugh. Love a good mustard. Must I you, have like five. Must you say that? I must. <laughs> I have like five different kinds of mustard in my fridge right now. Oh, I do. I have. Uh, I have French or American style mustard. I have hot British mustard, which love hot mustard. Do you have the local mustard? What's that? Norwich. Oh, do I do mustard? Coleman's. Oh, really? Oh, Coleman's. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. But back home, that's the one British mustard you can get is Coleman's. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. from Norwich. And you'll be really careful because you want to do like, like the equivalent of like a, a, an American like slab of it, and Ooh. it's like, oh no, that's got some punch to it. Yeah, that's it. I've got some punch to it. I've got like Dijon mustard. Dijon. Got, oh yeah, yeah. Whole grain. Whole grain mustard. I love. I love a whole grain mustard. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Basically, if there's a fancy mustard, I want it. Okay. Even if it's not fancy, but if it's like some sort of like alternate take on mustard, I, I, I'm, I'm about it. You like to muster them up. I do. <laughs> I like sauces. I like spreads. This is kind of my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A <laughs> my thing. That's the one thing I do. <laughs> Nothing else. My you're, thing. Not, you're not a podcaster. No, you're not a teacher. None of that stuff. No, no, no. no. I'm a fan of... I'm a, I'm a condiment connoisseur. <laughs> the sultan of spreads. <laughs> There's another podcaster. There we go. We're reviewing the <laughs> Coleman mustard this week. It's the it's the 148 milliliter. Uh, Can we do a spinoff? A spinoff. It should be like a five minute episode. We'd have to video next it. week. You can catch up. Catch up. What we should do is kind of do. If there was a spinoff, it would be back when I used to make these elaborate meals for, for the movies. It would be here's what we're here's what we're cooking yes. in preparation for the movie tonight. Oh. There's a pairing there. What's that thing you did? Um, oh, I really like. 
What the one from Paul uh, from 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 Hungary? Yeah, chicken paprikash. Oh. The paprikash. I haven't done that in a while. Actually, I'm, I'm overdue for that. I love that. And that other thing from Princess and the Frog. Oh, gumbo, gumbo, gumbo. Oh. The, gum, the, the gumbo is my most recent oh. thing. I do like the gumbo and That's the fire from Princess and the Frog. I and, love it. And that, I'm right though, aren't I? Yeah, and, that's what yep. it is. And, yeah, and I would describe it the same as well. Yeah. <laughs> that goes. That goes with uh, uh, what we what we do, right? And and the firecracker chicken. I did that this year for the. Oh, yeah, and, and the yeah, maple yeah. sriracha. I've done oh. lots of things this year, actually. I've up my game. I'm salivating already. I'm pretty good at this cooking thing. You are. I'm all right. What do I bring to the table? A frozen pizza? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) But generally, to be fair, most things I do, it's like, and rice. Yeah, you do. And rice. So chicken gumbo and rice. That chicken paprika is great on toast. It's it's, it's, You know what? It was great. I did like a poutine with it. Wow. Chicken paprikash on chips. It was really nice. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like you did. What was that? What are you doing, right? Oh, the Caesars. Oh. With the celery. <laughs> if you're Canadian and you're out there, yeah, Caesars. Oh. I tried. I brought a bunch of food home from Clamato. Canada once. The Clamato juice, yeah, yeah. And I made Caesars up, and I love a Caesar, but it really is like Marmite. You either love this drink or oh. you don't have. No one's indifferent. Like no one's like, oh, I'm maybe a Caesar. To them. Yeah, yeah. What you're kind of like, take them or leave them. Yeah. No. Oh, really? Okay. I mostly, but it's either you get it or you don't. Yeah, I it's, it's like Marmite. You either like Marmite or you don't like Marmite. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. is no middle ground no, on no, that no. one. I didn't. I didn't like it. But you can get Marmite in Canada. I don't know if you can get it in the States. If you're in the States, let me know. Can you get Marmite there? Yeah. Quite curious. It's similar to Vegemite, it's not the same. Yeasty, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another <laughs> diet. It's been fun. It's kind of, you kind of got like half a movie review this week and kind of half like, half like a mailbag. We're just sharing yeah, stories. Yeah. It's not a very long film. I don't have like my usual pages of additional like contextual notes. No. So we got time for a little bit it'll of a diatribe. It'd, it'd be funny to um, hear what people have to say about I this, think it'll this be episode. all right. Yeah, yeah. If they've actually downloaded it to listen to. Because well. I might go to Sir with Love. I may have to go plus other shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we have here? We've got... Uh, Oh, oh, the salad training. Of course, I forgot about yeah. that. So um, this is where they f- kind of figure out, you're like us. Yeah. You've been poor. You're like us. And it's a bit earlier when he shares about how even the way he spoke mm-hmm. was different. And he sort of shares a little bit of, um, where did he say he came from? He said he came from British Gu- Guyana. Yeah. Or British Guinea. Yeah, I think it's Some Guyana. Yeah, so Ghana, yeah, Ghana. It's not Ghana. Ghana's, no, 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 Ghana's no, no, West no. Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's British Guyana. And he says that, you know, even uh, sort of gave him a little bit of a sample of the way his language would have been, which was a bit more bouncy yeah. and a bit more relative. I think kind of like what he was saying to uh, to British Kanicki earlier, Denim, when yeah. he said, like, for their region, this is this this is what's appropriate. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. and and this is uh politeness is you know for where he was that was the way they spoke but once he moved he had to adopt and change his vernacular which is a bit of a message about assimilation which isn't necessarily uh it, it would read very differently in 2021 if he went i was from a place like this but i've had to change myself but aren't i better for this well the funny thing is there's a guy called martin shaw he's a, he's a british actor um most people know him from the professionals um judge john deed or anything like that and he's got a very Brummy accent where he's from. And he did a lot of stage work with Laurence Olivier, I think. Okay. And he had this Brummy accent. And Laurence Olivier went up to him and said, listen to me, dear boy. If you want to get on in this world, you need to change your voice. Well, I mean. And that's why he has this, like, voice was because to get on, he needed to do that. Jamie Oliver's come under a huge fire because he comes off with this very, at points, working class kind of 
accent when actually he's very RP. Like he's had a very posh yeah, yeah. upbringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you are putting on this, 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 this persona where you're, where you're dropping your, your, yeah, your yeah. natural accent yeah, and yeah, adopting yeah. this to become more popular amongst a different demographic. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it does happen still. It does. Yeah. Um, just not as much nowadays. People are more accepted for their own accents these days. I think so. Yeah. But uh, this is actually a little bit of close of art imitating life. Uh, Sidney Portier was sent to the United States to live with his brother at the age of 15 because he was getting into too much trouble at home in the Bahamas. <laughs> he knew what it was like to be young, poor, uneducated, and unemployed. And after being in trouble at school, even in New York City when he was 16, he took to sleeping in bus terminals while homeless. Oh. There's, yeah, so wow. you kind of go a little bit. He's speaking to this. There's a little bit of sort yeah, of yeah. actuality there. So sir, you're, you're kind of like us in more ways than one. Yeah. Uh, Mark seeks counsel from the deputy head, and he says, and she goes about this girl who's in love with me. He goes, just be patient, but don't spend too much time alone with her, which doesn't really follow. No. No. Uh, and the number of times he's got the door closed, I'm like, dude, door open, <laughs> door open. Never have the door closed when you're with a pupil alone. Never, ever. <laughs> ever have a conversation in the corridor that's where you have the conversation everybody can hear everybody can hear um out at the markets and we hear them it was really weird the more things change the more they stay the same but the people in the market are complaining there's too many foreigners around and <laughs> yeah. i was like oh and they're talking americans i was like oh okay i know right <laughs> if, it, it's a different target today's day and age but yeah um there's this again, idea he has to take it he has to take it because they think he's they think he's american yeah yeah because of his accent yep um, but they do seem to respect him. They do. They do. He teaches my, so you can see, obviously the kids are talking about Talks, him at home. Yeah. Talking about him at home. Yeah. yeah. And then this is a prevalent later with, um, uh, Pam's mom. Pam's mom. But we yeah. get like, he gets front of the queue from, from the, from the grocer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you get front of, he only gets an hour for lunch. What do you want? Oh, I'll get some of those oranges. Yeah. Yeah. That'll happen. And you can see looking around, this is the future of the kids in the class. This is the best case scenario yeah, is they'll yeah. end up here. Yeah. Right, and we do find out at some point. Not yet, but we do find out this is where uh, Dedham was is, is going to end up. He's heading, yes. He's heading this way. Yep. Um, and so there's a conversation with uh, Jillian. I don't know what the point of the scene was. All I've got is that Mr. Thackeray loves food. Yeah, he's like, I like yeah. strawberry shortcake, and I like. I'm like, this is this guy's true passion. It's not teaching; it's food. It seems like he's maybe has an eating disorder actually, because like he's like, I won't let myself have anything, <laughs> just oranges, because everything else I can't be trusted. I can't have a sip of wine; I'll drink the whole bottle. <laughs> like, whoa, what's the real reason why you've left America here, Mister Thackeray? Because yeah. this is nuts. It's funny. I couldn't make heads or tails of the scene. Could you? No, I think it was just. I think you were just supposed to see them together and sort of having a like his whole demeanor changes. He's like laughing giddily yeah, yeah. <laughs> as he I thinks think about I, food. I think it's just to to, to have a rapport. Okay, okay, Ellie. I, I don't. Know. I think it is to build on that relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but good. That, that, that never goes anywhere. That's going to pay off later in the film. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Um, and they reflect on earlier on when he thought he'd lost the battle. And is that thing where you go? Remember earlier? Oh, geez, yeah. Like, I think back to some of my very, very first lessons and going, can I make it? Can I do this? That moment where you actually sit there and go, I've gone to school for five years to do this. What if I can't do this? What if this is the wrong call? And you and you wonder. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. understand. Then the fear becomes, could, they, they, could I lose it? That becomes the next fear. Could do, I lose it? Do they it? sense the fear? Does the who sense the fear? Students sense the fear. Uh, they chase the last one out, so yes. Wow. Because it seems like they said like they're having a victory party because they chased the last guy out of there. So yeah. Ooh. 
I remember one of my first posts, I got told by on parents' nights by one of the, the, the parents. They said, uh, last year my kid had five English teachers. How am I supposed to know you're going to be here? And I looked him in the eyes and said, I promise I will be here for the whole year. Wow. Last one said that. I said that last one wasn't me. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm here. Wow. I will be your kid's English teacher for the year. Wow. That will be because it was year. Uh, it was the big exam year in the, in, in the UK. It's like year eleven, sixteen. Yeah, year eleven. Yeah. That's your year. So I was sitting there going, "I promise, I'm here for the year." Yeah. But I was getting. I was getting the group. We had five teachers because they kept leaving. They kept quitting. They kept whatever. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, such so is. See, you are Mr. Thackeray. You stayed. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> there are no victims in there this classroom. No in this classroom. <laughs> um, I was at a barbecue yesterday. I started rapping Gangster's Paradise. It was great. <laughs> How can you reach me? <laughs> Ellie. Um, the start of this food scene is also him asking Gillian to give the girls some lessons in makeup because I think quite a few of them would be very pretty if they knew how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is, again... It's a very engendered time. Yes. It's a very much your role as a girl is this, your role as a man is this. We see it with the PE. We see it with other things. There's times where teaches the boys. We could have done a more like, hey, boys, here's how you be a man, I guess. Yeah. But it seems the thing to be female was, I mean, make up and make yourself pretty, it's... I think it's just playing on the cliche of things of the time. And um, I think he's just saying, look, they're going to be women soon in the real world. You know, help them out. And this is one step of helping. If the lesson was, look, teach them how to put it on so they look professional to go out there. It's not great, but it's it's 1967 and the the film's made in 1967. I'm not trying to make excuses for it. I'm just saying that, you know. I will will say this. I have a much... I'm gonna I'm gonna dig up an old wound here, Liam. Mm-hmm. I have much less of an issue with these scenes than I do with the Rocky scene that we've spent yeah, much time yeah, debating yeah, about. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I can easily go. I get this. This is of the time. Yeah, this yeah, isn't. Yeah. I want to leave your house. Hey, Paulie, she's with me. This isn't that. Yeah, this yeah, isn't this yeah, at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I can forgive this one quite easily. But I'm a man. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't know, Ellie. You brought it up. Was this? Are you I'm, still in I'm, danger of turning it off at this point, or or have you committed to the film now? No, um, no, I was fine by this point. I okay. think when when they start to kind of reform a little bit in terms of self respect, yeah, I think it like the lessons that they learn from him kind of make it don't make it okay now. But I mean, I always understood that this was just kind of of its time, and that's what it is. Yep. I I do under I do appreciate that. Um, and there's never a point where I kind of was at a rocky level with this. Like we know how I felt about that one. Yeah. But um, but no, by this by this point, I I was kind of a bit more sold on the film. I just think there's a, a few problem areas. Okay. Uh, we go to the PE lesson, and for the first, I don't know where Buckley's been the whole film, but he's here. Yeah. I don't know. And I had a problem with this seat as well. <laughs> Okay, so they, they, they want to make him do this vault, and I'm thinking this vault's pretty high. That is pretty high. Like I was, I wasn't, I wasn't, no, I wasn't like, I wasn't a small kid ever, but I wasn't this. I wasn't, you know, I was, I was, I wasn't slightly larger than maybe would have liked to have been, but I wasn't. I enjoyed sports. I, I ran. I did. I did not, mm-hmm. not running, but I would like run after like footballs or yeah, yeah. of both British and North American varieties. I would play road hockey. I would do things. So I was generally in okay shape, but still, I'm sitting there going, "I probably." I love, if you describe me versus my my classmates, I'm like, "Oh yeah, he's, he's a bit bigger than, than the rest of them are." Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, one. This is pretty high. And it's clear if his teacher kind of has a militant thing. Now, I don't know if it's helped any better, but the kid's going, oh, come on. It's too high for fat, sir. Yeah. And then what's his personality? He's big. He's fats, right? Yeah. But, you know, 
I don't know. I've, I teach Lord of the Flies, and it's, his name's not Fatty. His name's Piggy. You know what I mean? Like, these yeah, things yeah. exist. They did, yeah, yeah. Um, and he breaks the vault. When the PE teacher makes him do it, uh, they almost assault the PE teacher. Potter grabs the broken stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, like, ready to... Like, it, I'll tell you what. I forget, Who is it who runs and gets the... Oh, um... I don't know which one it is. I don't even know who... One of them runs and gets... number nine. Yeah, runs and gets um, Thackeray. He comes down, and I'll tell you yeah. what, like, they try and stare down this teacher for, like, an hour and a half so Thackeray <laughs> can get down there. Yeah. Um, and so, but Thackeray makes the save. He, he in, in the office, the PE teacher thanks him for, you know, the, the assist, and uh, Thackeray calls out the PE teacher for making Buckley is like, whipping boy. It's clear that you pick on this kid because he's not as ac- athletically inclined. Yeah. Uh, but he makes Potter apologize to Mr. Buckley and says, look, are you a man or are you a hoodlum? But then he probably leaves because the, the, what, what um, Denham says is you have to, oh, I get it, you have to satisfy this guy because he has to sign off on your report basically to get you a job. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, look. It's Again, that's like me saying before, you know, going to that certain line, Denham yeah. is now saying, look, we can't push upon the And he, he's rallying the class, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he, he kind of goes, well, I'm kind of stuck and goes, but then Thackeray goes, look, if you say sorry, just because you're afraid, that makes you a child, not a man or a hoodlum. You know, this isn't the win yet. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea being that, yes, he went too far, but doesn't give you a chance. Like, he needs to train this kid. If you go out there in, in two weeks, if you go out there and you grab that weapon and go to use it, you're going to jail. Yeah. Like school's there's, this there's school's this thing. And it, it, the, the wonderful thing about school can also be like a scary thing about school where we kind of go, a kid's got a thousand chances. More so now than they ever did. Yeah. And yeah. so, but then that thing becomes, you know, what happens when concert, you know, you know, in a couple of years, you're going to be accountable for everything you do. Everything in a very, do. very real way. Yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. that you get a half day's detention for now, or the thing that you get this for now will be assault. Yeah. You know, and you know, and I hope you can make that adjustment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, we kind of leave that there he goes off we find out later it seems like he, he apologized under less than ideal circumstances yeah, yeah, yeah. uh Dedham tries to ride the class and Thackeray, like we said seals comes in and apologizes i'm sorry i'm late but uh my mom's dead Jeez. and this goes down a totally different road about you know race relations and we completely ignore the confession earlier where like yeah he hates his dad but at least he married my mom and we're like and now mom's dead and we're not given any reason why she's dead so now he's left with his dad and now he's left with his dad, yeah. You know, the um, one he doesn't we like. Are, we are given a reason why she's dead, because in that initial conversation, he does say that she's really sick. Okay, she's really sick. Yeah, but we don't... They don't give us specifics. We don't know... Yeah, really sick is obviously an ambiguous term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we know he doesn't want to live with his dad because it's something he's done, yeah. but at least he married my mom, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really... I don't know, it struck me as dark. I, I couldn't yeah, shake yeah, yeah. this. No. And Seals just becomes this... <sighs> It becomes this, this like MacGuffin. It becomes a decision: will you go or won't you go? And that'll determine how good of a person you are. No one's considering seals. No. Seals, is, seals is 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 just a plot device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's my issue: is that seals should have been a character, and he's not a character. He's a plot device. At the start, I was thinking, oh, there's going to be something that's going to be built here. The bit, I wish you, I wish he was my. I'm like, wow, that's yeah, powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we forget all of, all of it. Just like Jillian, we forget all about him. Yep. <laughs> so again, is there something that's been cut? Maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Um. So. Um, they do a collection, but Denim won't let Thackeray contribute, which is really low. Yeah. Um, again, he's trying to push, they, push, push. They go, we'll make sure. And he goes to Pam and says, Denim says, make sure that they send the flowers. 
and ascend. You're not going to go ahead and walk them down. And they all go, well, no, we can't go into a uh, a house. They use the term covered. They do, okay. yeah. uh, they, they won't go into a house with, with, with like, you know. Again, that was a term. A black family. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. what will people say? That you're dropping off flowers and being really thoughtful? Hopefully. And if they don't, who cares? Yeah. Um, but that seems to be a massive deal. And of course, though, Pam will do it. Now, why will Pam do it? Pam's not doing it because Pam's doing the right thing. No, Pam's doing it because she wants to be seen as being the good person in Thackeray's eyes. Pam's doing it to win favor. Yeah, yeah. To win yeah. favor with Thackeray and have her go, oh, I really like you. And that might mean that I really like you mm-hmm. in a different way. Um, and says she's known seals since kindergarten, which floored me because that's a North American term or a yeah. German term, but it's definitely not a British term I've heard. No, I've not heard. Reception that. was what I was told. Yeah. Yeah. Or infant. Yeah. Uh, the heads turned against him. We don't know why. Uh, Mrs. Dare is showing up. Pam's mother. I thought, oh, maybe it's a complaint. Nope. nope. Not at all. Uh, Thackeray's outings have been canceled. The adult approach has not worked. We're not given any reason why this is. I think it's because of the attack on the day of the, of the teacher, the sports teacher. That's it? Yeah, I think that's what it is, yeah. Okay. Because they're supposed to be... Then we needed one more line of dialogue. Well, yeah, 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 you do. But that's you treat them like I... adults and this is how your class relates? All crypts are kept. Like, one line. Fixed yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Fixed it. I agree. Um, I'm just reading between the lines. Mrs. Dare wants Thackeray to speak to Pam because uh, she's out too late. She's out till 11 o'clock. I think there's this insinuation that Pam is Doing something she being shouldn't. promiscuous. Yeah. Yep. Because um, we've been told by Jillian, you know, yeah, she's a woman yeah. in every sense of the word. Yeah. We see her flirting and hitting to a degree on, on Mr. Thackeray. Uh, Thackeray Dell has himself a new job in the Midlands, but he's going to talk to Pam um, and he asks her, are you in trouble? And she goes, no, actually, you have to be a real fool now to be in trouble. We're the luckiest generation. Yeah. This is the most don't talk about it discussion about the pill yeah. I've ever heard. I know, right? But they're clear she's going. Uh, we have the pill. We, if you use have, it correctly, we, be fun, we, have, uh, we have freedom. She said freedom. we have freedom. Yeah, freedom. And yeah. so you can go do what you want without the fear of being attached to someone you might not want to be. Yeah. But it, I, I still might suggest that maybe you don't have sex with that person if you're really, you know, if you're like, I don't really know if I want to be attached. To the, not that every person you have sex with you has to feel like you can be, but if you're like, oh, thank God, I don't want to be with that. Maybe you don't. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just a lesson. Maybe I'm too idealistic. I think I don't so. Know. I think so. Maybe. Okay, there we go. There we go. Thoughts that probably aren't happening in the heat of the moment, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but we find out she's caught mum with a man, and ever since dad left, men have been coming over. And I think the actual message here is that it's not Pam who's, a, who's kind of being promiscuous. It's mum. Because I can see it from both sides. From the child... I don't want to be home while that's going on. Sorry? Especially if you've caught, if you've caught your mum. Yeah, exactly. And your As parents child, are divorced, especially in 67. Yeah. Like, parents being divorced is kind of a, a big, big deal. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So you can see it absolutely from her point of view. Yep. But also the mother's point of view. She's like, well, I'm still young. Why? My life's not over. Keep in mind, let's go back to 1960s moral like we talked about. I know, yeah. We're told it's not one man coming around. Yeah, yeah. It's men coming around. So the oh, movie yeah. wants us to judge Pam's mum. Yeah, of course they do. She's still wearing a wedding ring, so. She plays with them. She's a nurse. She's kind of hitting on him, though, at the same time. I kind of felt she was a bit of a drunk as well. She had that nervous oh, did she? twitch to her, didn't uh, she? You know? Yeah, I, I don't really I know. I thought she was a bad actress. <laughs> maybe that's what it was uh, now she won't take the flowers Pam's got all mad because like she was expecting that Mr. Thackeray would have her back but it's kind of like he does the right it's the thing where you go look I'm teaching you how to do the right thing and then sometimes you won't like what the right thing is but I'm not changing my tune but she's not seeing that she's not seeing that because she's because she's 16 yeah. Yep. Back in PE and Denim is doing PE. Uh, sorry, uh, well, he is, but Thackeray's teaching it for some reason. Uh, probably well, he, because he they told don't him keep him apart. To stand in. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, Denim wants a boxing match with Thackeray. 
and Denham's just laying punches in left and right. And I'm like, is he ever going to lay a punch back? Yeah. And he does. One. One punch. He's a one punch man. One punch man. Uh, and down Denim kind of goes, and uh, and even then he sort of says, you know, suck it up, suck so, it. Oh yeah, he's just one punch and he's done. And, yeah, and, and he's trying to help him, isn't he? And but it's, I will say this: it was like instant like respect from Denim. Yeah, you punch me once, you are my new hero. <laughs> yeah. So the message of this movie is: difficult students punch them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not the message. I would like to state for any of my future or current employers: this is not actually what no, I believe. No, no, no. <laughs> It's, it's the it's the Canadian dry humor. Yes, it's that dry humor, <laughs> Alex. I'm not actually no. endorsing <laughs> violence. Because um, he always said rebellion and whatever you do would never be violent. Yeah, and he's kind of trapped into a corner here and kind of just like nothing about this works now. <laughs> like you'd be done. You'd yeah. be done. You would. You would. <laughs> but he tells the kid, okay, kind of the boxing gloves up because you don't want someone walking in with you with gloves on your hand and the kids mm. and the kids like, like, Oh, I can't breathe. Know, yeah. At the end of the day, denim wants to catch up and says, why did you only punch me once? What was up with that? And uh, he said, look, I said it once I lost my temper. That's all it is. And he sort of offers uh denim a job teaching youngsters how to box. Yeah. Discipline. I think, I guess. Yeah. Good for him, though, as well, to go, look, you're responsible now. You have to be here. You have to be an example. All these things. Uh, the last bit, Denim has now done a makeover. He shows up in khakis and an appropriate shirt. Um, Hairstyled nicely. And- they challenge him and goes, you could have had him. You could have punched him. And he says, no, the chimney sweep could have done me with one hand tied behind his back. Uh, again a backhanded thing i guess not the first reference no i wasn't the first chimney sweep reference you're right again i think it was just like what you like the whole fats thing as well it was just it was again not it's a term of endearment i guess um oh i don't think that no 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 with fats and that you know when they when they say about who they give them nicknames yeah i i think it's just the, the, the ignorance of an adolescent. He doesn't know any better. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Ignorance of an adolescent. Um, that we go to, uh, they invite him to the post-school celebration, but before you go to the post-school celebration, we got to go to the funeral first en masse. So um, uh, Thackeray walks around the corner and he sees expecting, all, expecting no one there. He's got one little pathetic thing of flowers he's yeah. bringing. And all the kids have shown up with big smiling faces. Because they've made the right choice, which I hear you. Yeah, but you're at you're a, a funeral. funeral. <laughs> Maybe you cut down the big smiling yeah, faces. Yeah, yeah. Isn't is Pamela also wearing her white dress at this point? No, I don't know. I think she's wearing some sort of hood as well. No, not yet. No, no, she's got some sort of hood on. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The white dress oh, okay. is. He shows up in the morning. She goes, "Will you dance with me tonight?" And he goes, "Yeah, okay." Would you no, call me no, Pam? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> Pamela, too fast. Will you call me Pamela tonight? Yes, Pamela. I'm going, <gasps> dude. You, n- no, yeah. <laughs> no to all of the above. Uh, there you go to the dance. There's a band, Liam. Yeah, the Mind Benders. The Mind Benders, legit band. Yeah, yeah. Playing, I guess, one of their songs. Yeah, singing it so well, microphones weren't needed. Nope, nope. Just, just sort of mouth the words. From a, oh, this does my head in when I teach students about music videos. I think they did a song called "Groovy Kind of Love." Yes, they did. Oh, they did. They did. Oh, okay. Yep. Good. I saw that in the notes. I didn't write it down, but I do remember that. Yeah. Cool. Is it the Groovy Kind of Love? Isn't yeah, it when yeah. I'm feeling blue? Yeah, one, yeah. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, but that's the first version. What's the first version? Well, the version you've heard, I think you've heard, is Phil Collins. Uh, I've heard a couple, but yeah, I have heard. I, I do like the Phil Collins version best, but yeah. I just wondered if it's the same song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, 
anybody can be an engineer this is weston who says this to him anybody can be an engineer but teaching this lot i i couldn't do it. i don't know he says you've got a talent in teaching and it's the one moment weston kind of breaks down and gives him gives him a attaboy and weston himself has smartened himself up Oh, because the kids did tie. Did, yeah, the idea about being yeah, yeah. And he calls the kid he, missing sir, and he's, yeah, he's yeah. joining he, him with the whole manners he's thing. Joining him with it, and I think that's the thing. If you have higher expectations, you'd be surprised how often people actually adhere to them. Yeah, like I mean, I mean, of students, I guess specifically, but yeah. yeah, yeah. If you kind of go, they can do this. No, no, I treat them like I, mean, I kind of I treat them like adults, you know, you know, and therefore you're going to act like an adult. It's kind of the general, general thing. Room, I'll yeah. treat you like an adult, but then I expect you to act, act like adults. That's kind of the, the, the payoff. Yep. So yeah. Um. Deputy head says, if you got to leave, go to a different school. Don't, don't leave to do robots and technology. <laughs> leave to be a teacher. Cause you've got a skill here, which is the end of every teaching movie ever. Of I'll course, give you that. Of course. Um, let me get ladies choice. And Pam comes up, asks for the dance. And it's a, I say this, it's a nice fast dance. It's a nice dance. Yeah. Like, if, it, if, it, if it was like a, that like, wasn't a smoochy dance. If they were like touching at all, I would have been like, they were, not, oh, they, they no. weren't touching. No, no. Um, <laughs> they were dancing beside each other. She wants to come and see him sometime <laughs> rather than go, no, it wouldn't be appropriate. He goes, no, I, I won't be here. I won't be here. <laughs> and, uh, she says how they were lucky to have him and they got him a present. And by that, we mean Lulu's going to sing. At least that's what I thought at first. And they sing to serve with love. To serve with love, yeah. And they just stand there. I'm like, well, this is much of a gift. I mean, you're just all standing in front of the one girl with talent who sings. But then but again, it it's parts, a vehicle for, for it Lulu, parts, isn't it? And yeah, to get sing the song again. Yeah, yeah. But the crowd parts, and we've got um, uh, Ms. Ms. Wong, who yeah. we've forgotten all about since the first start of the movie. But she's here with her big, she's in her big speech at the cut. And up <laughs> she walks and gives him the present. At the and crucial moment. I'll say this. Um, there are moments, if you're lucky, uh, there are moments with classes that you really um, win the room with, for lack of a better word. Yeah. And you go through, and they're they're worried, and they're scared, and they've got their own insecurities about exams, and they don't believe in themselves. And at times, you have to make them, if you don't believe in yourselves, it's fine, but believe in me. And I say, A, I know what I'm doing, and B, I believe that you are as good as I think you are. And so you have to win that that sort of battle, or you go through the behavior, whatever it might be, but you have to win, and you go through a journey together, and you go through a journey as a collective group, but you also go through journeys with each student and sort of individually, right? Yeah, yeah. And there are these moments where very rarely you kind of get these things where they show their appreciation in whatever fashion that, that they do it in, but it's this humbling moment where you can find people like Mr. Thackeray or even maybe like myself who are who are hopefully good good with the words and you find yourself at a complete loss of how to express this because your whole thing has always been directed towards them and how can i build you up and how can i inspire you and how can i get you to believe in yourself and then it gets pinned back to you and you find yourself all of a sudden quite tongue-tied or quite choked up so i'll admit i was i i, I shed a tear in this moment because i have been here yeah, i have yeah, been it, here it me. and it's this thing where they have this moment of just collective appreciation and it's the reason why you do the gig, not for the yeah, you for the president. It's not, it's not for the, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but you, but you do it because you want to see them succeed. And in those moments where hopefully you get to see them succeed, uh, that can be a powerful thing. Here in England, the kids get their exam results back on the same day, not on a website. But you actually have to go in and pick up your envelope. And that's a great day to be a teacher uh, yeah. to go there and jump up and down with the students who have succeeded and done well. And you know, uh, sometimes they're they're gracious enough to sort of let you know the impact you had on them in that moment. And that's a wonderful experience. Uh, usually, you try and go back and go, "You did all this. I just I stood at the front and threw some stuff and threw some." How do you take that? Because you know me, I'm an emotional guy. I, yeah. If I, somebody starts saying that to me, I'll, I'll be like in tears. How do you 
It's a how's ha- yourself. It's a happy day. It's not a the, the, oh, okay. the hard day is the last day before they leave. Oh, okay. So whether it's the last day and they start their exams, or if it's like this year was a bit different. They wrote their exams and we had them for an extra three weeks, and it was the last lesson. And you walk in going, ah, oh, it's gonna be a hard one. This one, students, this one's you've, you've this seen one's, the whole time they've been there. The sometimes, five years, yeah. Sometimes you'll see them for the five years or seven years. If it's if it's a if it's a, if it's a eight, uh, an eighteen year olds group for like A yeah, level, yeah, we say here, yeah. Uh, but some of them, even if it's just two years. Like the group, I had a group, and I've had them for two years, and it was a really difficult last day because you know I pushed them hard, but I, but I believed in them. Yeah. And uh, there's a variety of stories in that room of kids who feel they've come a great, a great way, kids who are a little bit afraid of the exam and don't know if they have done so well. Um, and sort of, but in that moment, they they sit, sit back and they sort of collectively realize everything you've tried to help them with, both both in official lesson time and then a, other extra help or whatever it might be. And uh, yeah. if you've got a good rapport and relationship in the room, that can be a wonderful day. It can also be a very hard day. There's some groups you're like, see ya. <laughs> have a great have a great life and you do mean it you have a great life you know do but you're not necessarily going to be like oh i'm gonna miss that group but there are some groups that you're like i this is weird this is weird for two years i've thought about these 30 collect this collection of 30 faces and how to uh and worrying about their well-being and their future and those aren't necessarily always not or sometimes the way around sometimes it is that way around Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, it's a weird thing. We have an absolute sever, and now you are no longer students of the school. Yeah. And if you try and gain access, you can't get in that front door. No. It's weird. It's a secret It's a secret little kingdom, and now you are barred, and someone else will come and take your place. Yeah. And you might run into me in the, in the street, which is where you get, I guess, some of the conversations that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is this moment, and I've learned to let those moments breathe and not be afraid of them because they're trying to, and kids are, can be quite, quite uh about it because uh, they're not very good at having to express authentic sentiment yeah plus yeah. they're british so yeah. add these things together <laughs> and uh, uh, but you have to sort of let them because they, they really want to try and say something and when, and when they do you know let them sort of have that moment and uh and try and keep it together yeah <laughs> it works about half the time i found oh, okay okay <laughs> there's times yeah absolutely there's no, times you sort of hard. yeah a, a, a tear will, will, will drop down and you hear a quaver or a quiver in your in, in your voice as you try and deliver a message. Because this is, it's weird when you go, this is the last thing these kids are going to hear. Some of these kids, this is the last thing they'll ever hear me say. Yeah. And some kids are like, yeah, there's, there's some hero worship stuff sort of occasionally going on. Yeah. Or you're a stand-in for something they don't have at home or, yeah, or, 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 or whatever the case might be. And you go, what is the last thing I can say? And I mean, times a few years ago, there was this kid who just kept kind of, I think he just wanted one more interaction at all. One more, you know. One more thing, one more way to say, I really appreciate it. One more thing to say, is there anything advice you have? Is one more, and I'm, yeah, yeah, however, however I can help. That's kind of the general gist, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. As a teacher, it's really, this was a one that last scene really kind of went, I've, I've been there. I've been in that, I've been in that room. Maybe not that exact room, but I've been in that room. Yeah. I know what that feels like. Thankfully, I, that's why, that's why it's, it's, it's the greatest job in the world. I, I, I like I say, I, I don't know any bones about it. I was a hard kid and, um, hard kid to teach, should I say. Um, and I had this one particular teacher uh, who taught me maths and got me my, my GCSE that I needed. And I saw her many years later. And she used to hold me back during dinner breaks and all sorts. And could you imagine? I'm like, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean I've got to have half my break doing this and not being able to do that and staying behind after school and doing this? But she was doing it for me because yeah. all the time she was spending with me was her break time and her after school time as well. I saw her on a bus later, many a couple of years later. I said, "Oh, I have to thank you, you know, for getting me my GCSE. I mean, you, you were so good to me." 
And I said, I can't thank you enough. And she just broke down in tears. And I went, oh, I, didn't, I didn't mean for that. I said, but you, you've got my respect. Yeah. And I think that's what broke her was the fact that, you know, yeah. I didn't give many teachers respect. Nah. And to give her, you know, she's only a little frail old lady, bless her, you know. Yep. And I will never forget that woman for the rest of my life, ever. Yeah. Because she's, she took and, the time to spend that with me. And that's why, because sometimes we get to know and sometimes we don't get to know. And sometimes you run into parents. Yeah. And they go, do you know that my kid, and you're like, oh, I, I never would have thought. Yeah. So you think, yeah, I, th- I think, I think it's all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they go, they just, they, just, they just won't stop talking. Yeah. You, 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 she's, they still say to this day, you were the teacher who did that. I'm like, oh, wow. And sometimes, you know, if a kid's a bit shy, I was very timid when I was a student. I, I think I suffer from poor self-esteem. And so the idea about going and telling those teachers who I felt had meant a lot to me, I'm like, they don't want to know. They don't care. Yeah. You know, they're just, they're just, you know, I don't want to trouble them. Like they did a good job. Why should I put my stuff on them? And then looking back now, you know, you see kids doing it to you. You're like, oh, geez, it's probably, they probably would have made their day a little bit if I'd actually gone ahead and done that. And how do you as a teacher remember these students from, because you know, the longer I'll be you honest, in, there's some you don't. Well, yeah, I know. There's some you run into in the thing and you're like, okay, who is it? Don't remember the name. But I'm quite shocked when, you know, certain teachers come around to me and go, oh, hi, Liam, are you right? And yeah. There's ones who absolutely wow. I do. How do yeah. you remember me? Brandon, the one the other day, I was like, oh, I had the name. Boom. Yeah. Wasn't expecting it. Was out doing, I think it was out of the grocery store and they were working. I hadn't seen them in years. And I was yeah. like, boom, had both names like yeah. that. Some kids, you don't know at all. Some <laughs> kids are like, okay, what year was it? Who was it? Because, you know, kids yeah. change. They change their look. They change their, they, 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 they grow all sorts yeah. of things, right? Yeah. So you never really know sometimes. And the ones who make, you make a difference on, the ones you don't, it's just, uh, That's the way it is. you try and do your best. Yeah. So a couple last things in closing here. Uh, based on true story doesn't necessarily mean 100% accurate. Uh, some of uh, E.R. Brathwaite, who was the, uh, the Mr. Thackeray, if you will, in, in real life, oh, okay. some of his students came back and said the film was not entirely accurate uh they said the real man was a stern and tough disciplinarian who often used corporal punishment in class and was far from the sympathetic and likable character portrayed by Sidney portier this film was banned in south africa interesting because there's a, a little scene about there south is, africa there there, yeah. uh, claiming it was offensive to see a black male teaching a class of white children now keep in mind apartheid goes into south africa until uh, yeah, yeah, until yeah. very late in the 20th century yeah yeah um, there was an adaptation though so another, another African nation in 1973 an Egyptian play was adapted from the movie to become one of the most popular plays ever in the Arab world uh, I won't try and pronounce it because I will absolutely butcher it but in English it translates to the school of rioters in May 2021 the play was turned to color after 48 years of being played in black and white and then the school building itself still exists but it's now apartment buildings Oh, that's cool, you can yeah. find it at 69 Johnson Street, London, just north of the Shadwell Basin. And that is to Sir With Love. That's cool. So, Liam, we need a random word, buddy. Random word. Okay. Um, mind benders. Mind benders. There, there we, we go. Mind benders. So, uh, I did not get a chance to look up the awards for this. I feel very foolish right now. Just give <laughs> me a moment and I will get a chance to do this. All right, it didn't it didn't get nominated for any Academy Awards. It was nominated for it was nominated for Grammy for best original score written for a motion picture or television show. Oh. I thought the music was generally pretty good in this. Oh, I like the music in this. Yeah, um, especially when when they when they give them the present after it's over, it's just silence. Yeah. Oh, we didn't mention it though. At the, he goes back to his room with his little 
oh, yeah. mug they've given him. And these two kids come piling in who was like, you know, if this was a TV season, it's the sequel. It's the sequel. Oh, it's next the year. same kids again. Go, yeah. Hey, sir, I mean, I, I mean, you're bleeding class next year. And, and, out they go, over again, and he decides he's going to stay. And we know it because he rips up his fare. Yeah, to go really, to the Midlands yeah. and, and become an engineer. So he's chosen to stay as a teacher at the school he is at. So um, there is that. So next up, we've got uh, the money. Liam, don't look at my screen. The money, the money, the money. <laughs> the money, the money, the money. Bigger. It was, remember I said it was made for almost zip? Yeah. Okay. $640,000 is the budget. Wow. What do we think it this, brought this in? This is in 67. 67. 640,000. What do we think it made? Um, three and a half million. Three and a half million. Ellie? Three million. $42 million. No. Do you remember how I said he got 10% of yes. the gross? So Sidney Portier made $4.2 million in 1967 from wow, this. Wow, that was a hit, wasn't it? And do you remember how much the director was supposed to get? 30%, wasn't of it? Of the profits. Of the the profits, profits is almost everything. So if we say it's at $40 million, yeah. 30% of $40 million is $12 million. No wonder he never worked again. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm to. done. <laughs> so the film did so unexpectedly well in the u.s the columbia pictures did market research to find out why so many people had went to see it the answer sydney portier i thought so yeah, yeah. uh i remember when denzel washington wins his uh award oh yes uh, he raises it up and, and there's sydney portier is when he wins his oscar best actor he points to sydney portier who's up in a skybox he does, yeah. or uh, a balcony anyway and and thanks him and says this is for for you basically this is for you if you don't I'm do what you do way, yeah. you're paving the way if you don't do what you do i don't get to be here so yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely um so whose story is it i think it's pretty obvious whose story it is yeah, it's the um, second guy from the left on the <laughs> the classroom. The one who runs and gets him after. Yeah, um, yeah. The, it's Wong's uh, story. It's Buckley. Yeah, Buckley's story. Um, no, it's Thackeray's. What is the story here? I mean, it's a teaching movie, isn't it? I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I'm only in this in between jobs. I don't really want to be a teacher. Oh, wait. I love teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, breaking down. It's it's, it's kind of the opposite of, the, of, like, the white savior that we talked about in Dangerous Minds. Yeah. Here we've got, you know, we've got an all-white classroom, pretty much. And we've, yeah. got, a, we've got a black teacher coming in and saves everybody. And you know, I like it. I I didn't never thought Dangerous Minds was just because she was black. I just, I'm sorry, because she was white. I just thought it was because she was a tough, streetwise marine marine you know so come across you know no i wouldn't you know (laughs) i like this this film now the the race element played into it but a large part of it was just the idea that he was an educated um articulate successful man yeah and i also think that of the time to have um a teacher to be to have a black teacher um uh, teaching white students i think they had to touch on the racial thing anyway because of what was going on in america and of that at the time i think you can place my place this in britain you create enough difference that you don't go hang on let's yeah, not exactly. talk about here but you can accept it then still was because uk is close enough that you can bring it over and do it yeah and that, yeah. that had to be brought up that had to be sort of said because of the time it was filmed and everything yep. else role of women we've talked about this fairly uh whatever it's what? by modern lens not great no but um, Pamela, yep, she stands up to Denim. She she, well, she does she speaks her own mind. She says she's going to go off and you know. She's got a very complicated story with with her and her mother. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that's a negative. I'm saying that as a positive. I'm saying, yeah, it's, it's a complicated thing. If uh, anything, she stands up to a lot of things. But, okay, in this film. but th- that's the role of a female character. Okay. So I think we, we have to go, you know, Sidney Portier, our hero. Yeah, yeah, his couple of big speeches where you know he talks about sluttish behavior and sluts. Yeah, and that's not great. No one's going to want to marry you. Like that's your, you know, that's the only thing to aspire to be. I know it's sixty-seven. Yeah, I, I do, I, know, yeah. I do. But it's hard to watch it. It was. I mean, it let's was, be honest. It, if we said one of the hardest scenes to watch, it's 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 those scenes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, of course. Yeah, Ellie. Um. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I had a lot of problems with it. Um. On the other hand, the female teachers are quite. Um. Good, but not so much Jillian, but the the older la- ladies that are in it. Actually, I don't know how old the younger one of those two is supposed to be. Maybe yeah. she's not that old, but um, but they're quite. Um, they're not particularly well established characters, but they're authoritative and they exactly yeah. to know their place within the school and have a good job. So I guess there's sort of a uh, something to be said for those characters progressing the role of women a little bit. I'll say, um, but on the whole, obviously, as you say, from a 2021 lens, yeah. it's poor. I'll say this: all the races seem to be men. Yeah, yeah, and the girls seem to be the ones to switch first and foremost in the in the class and take along. Is I don't think the message is bad. I think the message is bad. I don't. I don't. It just gets trapped up in some 1960s it does, it does. Um, language and gender um, expectations. And again, I'm I'm looking at things again through our podcast lens. Yep. That. I hadn't really addressed too much yep. when I was watching it. Cause I'm again, watching it from a, my childhood point of view of going, Oh, that's sweet. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's that. Yeah. And this, that, and the other, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now I'm actually having to critique it. I'm like, yeah, this is this, this, and this, and this, uh, favorite character. Liam, I'm going to flip things on its head. I'm going to try and guess yours. Cause you, you actually said to me, I bet, I, I bet you can, or you can't guess who my favorite character was. I think it's Pam. Yeah. Well, is it? Yeah. it is Pam. Yeah. Do you, you want to say why? Because she's the one who, by all accounts, stands up for herself in various different ways. And she's the one that, if anyone's going to break away from this um, social standing and make better of her life, it's her. To be fair, she's left in kind of an incomplete place as well. Yeah, I know. They have a conversation. No, they have a conversation about, you should respect your mother. And that's it. But he does say to her that, you know, you're you're very special in in a way... Not in a sexual way, but in a way no, no, like, no, no. you're very special yeah. and you are, you've got the, the knowledge yep. to progress further, you know, and Absolutely. I, I think she's the one out of all of them that would progress further. Okay. Uh, Ellie, favorite character? I think mine's Denim. Okay. Um, <laughs> just because he's like one of the more interesting characters, I think. Um, I like the scene where they talk, where they talk about kind of his future prospects and potentially coming back to teach boxing and that yeah. kind of. He wins him over, doesn't he? Of his character, yeah. Yeah, I found, I found him a bit one-dimensional. I'm like, okay, great. He punched him once, now he's fixed. Yeah. <sighs> he found his, like, ass gene and, like, punched it, <laughs> and that was it. Over. Yeah. Thank you. Now I'm, now I'm cured. Um, can I guess yours? If you can, because I don't even know if I have one. Go, go for it. I think you're going to go for Thackeray. I think by process elimination, yes. Although I really wish I had a different one. Yeah. I, I really like Lulu. I really like her role, as diminished as it is. I thought she was quite good. There's characters I wanted to like more, but they just dropped the story. Yeah. So yeah. there's about three of them where I'm like, oh, okay, Jillian. I wish we would oh, have found out more. Jillian, yeah. um, I get his name wrong the whole time. Skeels, Seals, Seals. Seals, yeah. Seals, I, I, I really had to. You know, I, 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 I wish I was him. And I'm like, oh, there's, oh we're not going to touch on that again. No. Exactly. Oh, even though it's his mom's funeral. There's yeah. not. Oh, okay. 
And then I think there was more with Pam and with Potter. I think there's something more with Potter as well. Yeah, because Potter's that got that aggression. Yeah, and they can't decide which one of the stories they really want to hone in on. And they kind of went, no, it's only ones that matter are Pam and Denim and Thackeray. And that's it. Yeah. Even feel grumble. I really liked, I really liked the, 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 the crotchety Weston. Yeah, I yeah, liked yeah, him, yeah, yeah. but Thackeray, I suppose it is. Because he he thawed before towards the end, didn't he? So yeah, you know, and, he, and, he, and, and he smiled himself. I just up. thought I thought he's not a bad teacher. He's just a guy who's become jaded. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, best moment, best element. Um, my favorite moment is the end where they give him the present and he's lost for words for someone who's so educated and know what's to say at the right moment. He says hardly anything and walks away. Yep. Ellie, the title song. It's oh, nice. it's great. It's still in my head. It, it's running through my head the whole yeah. time. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and yep. the fact that it comes back at the end. Like like you said, um, with the comparison to Breakfast at Tiffany's, where you don't get it back again. Yeah. It was nice that it was used over the credits and then used again. Yeah, I... I really liked this song. I did. I, 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 I'll, I'll be buying it for my phone. I'll have it on my... It'll be... It'll be... It'll oh, live my phone. yes. I really like the song, yeah. Nice. Uh, mine would be... I'm with you, Liam. It's that last scene. Yeah. It's that last scene where they get... And again having this is where I get my director hat on and going having the ability to just let the silence ring and they wanted to say something and I think he wants to say something yeah. and he can't find the perfect words and he kind of runs from it just a little bit yeah um and you know there's that nice wide um lens when yeah. when when he walks out and yeah. it's just silent and it's different when because everything about teaching is going you out to them and when it gets turned around back on you it can feel a bit like you're in a spotlight yeah that you're not used to and he was genuinely. I felt, yeah, I no, he was I, genuinely I, I feel I've been in that room, and I feel it perfectly captured that moment. Yeah, it really did. And 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 Sidney Poitier in this film, his best acting and his best moments are when he says nothing. Yeah, he's not afraid to have silence. Yeah, I will give you that. And it's and it's amazing to watch and captivating. Uh, grumbles story where where things were going, <laughs> <laughs> like like seals, like um, Gillian. Uh, the love story always bothers me yeah. because I, they build it up to be something and you can clearly see she's into him. I wanted them to pair off at the end. I want them to get together and that's why he stays or whatever. And they never did. It never went anywhere. Yep. That really gets to me. Ellie. Um, I think we've touched on probably what my biggest grumble is a lot, but I mean, just in general, I think because of what Liam said, I found the film a little bit boring really because it wasn't really fleshed out enough in terms of those it's a gentle story they said that yeah but i hear yeah but i hear what you're saying in regards to kind of some parts we thought were building towards something and they don't yeah yeah and i also didn't like those montages i felt like they <laughs> oh, i do I love the honorable mention for my best element to the montage yeah. in the uh, in the museums and 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 the british sound yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna give mine to uh same as liam same as you really uh it's the pits that didn't go anywhere most egregious of all is the love story that clearly was being established and they either abandoned or what i think is more likely they lost it in the cutting room yeah and remember they held on to it for a year why do you hold yeah. on to it for a year because exactly. you're afraid how it's going to go over yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's exactly what it is because it debuts in the u.s first and then goes to uk three it's months odd. later u.s gets everything first don't they yeah, i imagine when they made british it the film, deal was thought- well, british film but commissioned by because pinewood isn't it shot at pinewood yeah commissioned by is it columbia i want to say it was columbia yeah was it? so as a result you know 
they for first first right it's going to be going to be the home market oh okay yeah because you can't release it everywhere at once so someone's got to be first so yeah, it's that old I adage yeah i suppose you got to ship the reel somewhere yeah um so that's that's me um any i'd say i'd say best role ever i don't know anybody from anything else so i can't really do this judy geeson's been in a few things when he paid pamela okay um and and, and the guy from emmerdale of course yeah <laughs> i've not seen denim in anything else so I'd say that's his best role. All right. So I think we've hit that point. Where- point yeah. I mean, he's he's done so many good things. I haven't so. seen him though, have you? Oh, the Defiant Ones with Tony Curtis. Oh, okay. Good movie. Well, it's time for... I never want to hurt my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? As always, thanks to Moonlight Social for a little age yeah. game, Diddy. Ellie doing double duty in George's absence. The first one, though, is her regular spot. The age game. What do we got today? We're going to start with Sydney Poitier. Oh, that's tough. Tough. I'm going to go 42. I'm going lower. I'm going 37. I think I'm low if anyone is. It's 14. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Oh, I'm closer. I technically yeah. win. Yeah, yeah, Ever yeah. so slightly. Wow. Ever so slightly. Um, Judy Geeson, Pamela. <sighs> it's hard when you're doing teenagers who clearly weren't teenagers. Yeah. Because the lack of school uniform, I thought, well, maybe it's a sixth form. And then, no, nah, it was implied it was very much supposed to be 16-year-olds, I think. 19? Yeah. I'm going to go 20. She is 19. Oh, there you go. Well done, you. See, I have an affinity with her. Lulu. <laughs> Lulu. Oh, I'm going to say younger. 17? I'll go 21. Also 19. Wow. Oh, oh we okay. split that one. Yeah. 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 Um, Christian Roberts, Denim. Denim. Ooh. 20... Two. Oh, I was going to say the same thing. Okay, I'm going to go low then. 21. 23. Oh! <laughs> dang it. So I, was finally, going, I was going 23 from 22. I should have gone back 23. Um, Susie Kendall, Gillian. Gillian. Oh, I love her. Um, 32. 24. 30. Wow. Oh. I don't know why I was that far off on that one. Yeah. You know who I just imagined was the girl from Glee. I didn't remember what Jillian looked like. I was like, what's the girl from uh, <laughs> that ginger girl from Glee who was into Will Schuster? It all comes back to Will Schuster. So uh, on that note, we're right up to the next one, at least. So critics, please. Critics. So the first one is the only one I've um, found of the time, but it's really interesting, I think. Um, so talking about um, Sidney Poitier, he says he never acts like a never acts like a bore the way one of his fellow teachers, um, played by Jeffrey Bailden does except for a few barbed comments by the latter there is little intrusion of or discussion about the issue of race it is as discreetly played down as there are many other probable tensions in this school to sir with love comes off as a cozy good humored and unbelievable little tale if i may i think i think if this is an american film shot in america with an american script students are standing up and like calling him like racial slurs yeah and he's having to walk by signs that say yeah, 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 we yeah. don't want a black teacher like none of this like this isn't when, when i heard about race issues i was expecting much more overt things than what we got we got a very subtle thing here. yeah we did get a, but yeah do you know what i'm saying i do ellie yeah it was yeah. i guess it was subtle but well not hugely but yeah subtle for the time but then just the fact that there's little discussion like, can you about imagine, the issue of race and we've talked about it so much. Yeah. Can you imagine like Jerry Bruckheimer or Michael Bay did this or someone like that? <laughs> yeah. It would be a big speech at the end that went, I've suddenly realized that black teachers and white teachers were the same. Like it'd be this big moment <laughs> yeah. as opposed, yeah, like this was, this was much better than the way it could have been handled. Yes. 
And I don't know if I said that was by Bosley Crowther. No, you didn't. So Bosley, Bosley. What a, what a name. Uh, oh, my name's um, Bosley. Bosley. Hi, Charlie. So the, <laughs> the others that I found are all from a more modern day lens. Um, we've got Kevin Maher from The Times said, it's dated, yes, but Poitier remains magnetic throughout. I guess a good way to put it. It's dated. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, no. This this one, my screenshot of it has cut off the name of the person, but it's from Time Out magazine Okay. Um, from 2006. And it's a negative one. It says, incessant Cockney street market vignettes and shots of London buses seem to suggest that it was all primarily intended for American consumption anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well. I think you're probably right. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. No. Nah. So you mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Uh, I'll put this up here. I... Put up there uh, might be a thing to serve with love. Didn't get anybody fe- who fed back on it. Oh, Honestly, okay. yeah. uh, I, I did say that to serve with love is either a great film, good film, whatever. And I only got three votes, okay. and they came in equally: one for great, one for good, one for okay. <laughs> no one would commit to it being a bad film. So there we go. Okay, there we go. So kind of you know uh, what I thought would happen, which would be probably a, an ep- a movie that most of our audience may not have seen. Mm-hmm. Which I think is uh, a fair. Doesn't mean we should shy away from them because a film they haven't seen can be the best film ever. Yeah, That's totally exactly. possible. And I chose this film because obviously you do teaching, and I want to see how, what your reaction towards this was, and how much has changed and how much hasn't changed. Yeah, you know, since that time. Uh, in many ways, I was surprised how little has changed. Yeah, and in some ways. <laughs> The, the, the art of teaching and being in a room with adolescents, that seems to be very much the same. Yeah. yeah. Just more mobile phones now. Yeah. Uh, the, the parts that are different are the idea about such strongly engendered language. Mm-hmm. And clearly, if you are a boy, this is what you are doing with your life. If you are a girl, this is what you are doing yeah, your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. And here are the words that we use to talk about men and women in aspirational high terms. And here are the words we will use to insult you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I cannot imagine using... So the language that we talk about i yeah. can't imagine ever using this i can't have no. used that either in a teaching capacity or otherwise well, yeah exactly <laughs> so such is um so that kind of takes us to i believe if i remember correctly this is for our ratings rating time liam should we start with you okay because we always do i know and i know i picked this film and i do love this film um but again putting it against other movies i mean i'd have rated this a lot higher um, but I'm, I say a lot higher. I'm still going to go quite high because okay. I, I do love this film and I do love Sidney Poitier in this film. And this is one film I keep coming back to his and I watch over and over. In it's, your sort of haphazard religious practice that you mentioned. Yeah, because yeah. honestly, his performance in this is so good. And that's his silent moments yep. that you believe everything he's acting in front of you. Yep. Um, so I'm going to give this, uh, eight. Uh, eight Pamela uh, dancing moves. <laughs> I can watch the hamster like running faster as you're trying to finish this. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something weird. I can't. All right. Eight Pamela dancing moves. <laughs> yeah, because I know you're going to come up with something just like that. Uh, oh, there we go. All right. Uh, Ellie. Well, I'm going to bring that average down. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think it was an okay film. Um, there were elements that I found really uncomfortable, but looking at it from, you know, a thing of its time, I'm going to try and ignore those as best I can. But at the end of the day, I still found the film a little bit boring. Um, it didn't particularly affect me emotionally. Felt like there was quite a lot that was sort of unfinished, really, and not really that much. Didn't happened. affect you emotionally. So I'm going to give it a five and a half. 
A five and a half. Oh. I wrote down five as my prediction. Yeah, so you did. so I well pretty much where I was at with you. I was expecting lower. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, this is a film you hear a lot about. Yeah. It's one of those ones. That's just in game, but it's up there. It's yeah, up there. It's a film I've heard lots about. And was yeah. pretty sure I was like, oh, because my oh was, I've never seen this. Yeah. I'm glad I have seen it. Um, good. I, I, most teachers, I think I, like, I think I like a good motivational teaching movie. Is it Dead Poet Society? No, no it's not. No, no it's, it's not. not. No. Okay. And that's that elite level sort of thing. Yeah, it's it not is. that. Uh, I can forgive the negotiated reading of, you know, some of the language I wasn't too fond of, but mm-hmm. I'm going, I, I know what it is. It's of its time. That's fine. Okay. I can, I can, it's dated. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but overall, uh, my, my only issues with it are, I think at times it was a little bit too, there were one too many like crazy things that happened in the classroom that didn't need to be shown i'm like oh it's never a bad day yeah, okay. yeah. great uh i'm gonna go ahead and say when i throw all my lettuce in the salad <laughs> i'm gonna give With it a bit of mayo seven and a half packets of mayonnaise Ooh, out of ten. you like this movie. i like this film i yes. like this film it made me legitimately tear up at the end yeah me it pulled on real emotions if i wasn't a teacher would it have the same impact Meh. Probably not, not as strongly. I think I have an emotional response to the end, but I think I've been there. And I think it harkens back to that moment for me. And I, can, the, and I can't divorce myself of the job I do and the memories no, I have. No, you know you can't. And so it, it pulls on that, and I'm likely to go, okay, that's a win. That's the way he holds it back. Yeah. it's good. Ellie. Um, I have to mention this, because you've mentioned Dead Poets Society a couple of times now. I actually saved another review um, that I thought you'd, <laughs> I don't know about appreciate, but enjoy. Let's have it. Um, Matt Brunson from Creative Loafing says it beat Dead Poets Society to the punch by over two decades. So, yeah, so, yeah it's the same. It, it, inspirational it's, teacher changed the lives of his students. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. different films. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. different films. Especially when you consider how they relatively win or lose the film at the end. So there we go. Mm-hmm. But that's what we have there. So what we have, we're in the middle of hot film summer. Uh, we do have, we didn't mention this at the start. We have an interview with Jay Salahi. We do. We are reviewing Northwood Pie. We are interviewing Jay Salahi. That'll drop on Friday. We're very excited about that. So we're literally going to do this, stop, and then go review that, de- de- not Dead no, Pie, Northwood, Northwood Pie. Pie. Deadwood. That's like the HBO special with the Westerns. Pizza place there. It'd be quite interesting. Northwood Pie. But we're in the middle of hot film summer. We're hot done one summer. episode. Now I got to throw it to Ellie. And I, I, my favorite part. What are we doing next week? I don't know. Me Ellie, either. what are you? Have a smile. I have no idea. I'm going to move the camera so that you can see Liam's reaction as well as mine as we go here. So what are we doing next week? So we all know that I like a bit of a, a dark film. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm going to go for something completely different this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is another genre that actually I really like. We don't do very much of. Um, we're going to go for a little bit of romance. Okay. And um, we're going to cross back over the pond to the US, but with lots of lovely Canadians. Oh, I know what this is. And we're going to do The Notebook. Yes. <laughs> oh, I watched this two weeks ago. The, oh, really? I did. The Notebook. It's about crying this summer, oh, I suppose. Yeah, te- I... tears for the summer. Um absolutely okay notebook uh ryan gosling james garner rachel mcadams rachel mcadams oh yeah i love me some rachel mcadams because i'm a patriotic canadian (laughs) i do love this Um, movie this is a i love fiery rachel mcadams before emma stone was emma stone rachel mcadams was rachel mcadams and uh i am looking forward to this i've seen this once uh i believe i liked it i've Uh, seen it twice i'll look uh, it'll be interesting. It's the first time I saw it, obviously, you're trying to follow the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this time around, I can not look for... I'm not looking for holes. Far from it. I'm looking for the other things besides story that are used. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'd be, I'd be hard-pressed to talk too much about uh, score or cinematography in this 
review we did because it was a first time watch. And so yeah, I think yeah. primarily you're going acting, story, pacing, mm-hmm. da 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 da. Yeah. So notebook, looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. Well done, Ellie. There we go. So I'm excited. Well, I just got to show you, I'm excited to watch it again, even though I watched it two weeks ago. There we go. <laughs> so there we are. So uh, do that. Uh, join us. Also get in your last call here. Get in your top fives for the best yeah. film ever, best sports movies. We've got like 37 people have already chimed in. So wow. it's been very good. Looking forward to a few more. It's not too late. Don't be a Dan Mackles and give me your list the day after we release it. No. Get it in now. Now. So I think Dan has. I'm not sure, I'm not sure on that one. But four, uh, go ahead. Watch that. Catch. Uh, watch that. Go ahead. <laughs> get your votes in. Get ready because we're recording that next week. Also, though, don't forget we are doing the Northwood Pie episode. Yeah. with Jay Salahi and we are doing the notebook next week and then Georgia will reveal at that point what her pick will be for the following week yeah. so it's all it's a hot pick hot film summer hot so films. for best film ever I've been, I've been Liam and I've been Ellie and remember it's your responsibility folks to change the world go out there and be rebels but still adhere to everything we ask you to do and download the podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll catch you on the flippity flap the flippity flip flap I'll tell you who else doesn't put a foot wrong ever. That's our friend. Oh, it might. All right. The greatest setup there. Oh, go ahead, Ellie. Go on, Ellie. I think we had some lag. I'm sorry. Well, I'll tell you who else doesn't put a foot wrong ever. Go on. That's our friends. Who, Ian? (laughs) 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 You know what? Ellie hasn't had that thing where a recurring thing (laughs) happens in like, in like the post credits sort of thing (laughs) or like, or like the end of year montage. Like this is so going to (laughs) happen. Hey, come in threes. This happened twice. (laughs) I'm going to try it again. I might even give somewhat of a pregnant pause. (laughs) Hey, Liam. Yeah. You know who else doesn't put a foot wrong? Who's that? Our friends at the Effort Nerds podcast. That's hey, who. Hey, well done, Ellie. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sure. It was you really might. tempting to shout out my own name. <laughs> <laughs>